spend some time with the dad. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the duck and make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of this? Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is Trev Jensen. And tonight, our special guest, you may have seen her before on past live streams or when we're on her own live streams, that's Creepy Confidential. What's up, creeps? With our special extra guest tonight, part of that creepy fam, Mr. Creep himself. I don't know who y'all are. I was just trying to order something on Amazon and ended up here. So you've reached What's your up, Mr. Creep? <laughs> I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Oh, Lordy Lou. So for so those that don't her, know. It's funny when I said when I pass away, I want her to write that exact thing on a tiny scroll and put it in a silver capsule and make me eat it. So when they do the autopsy, that's the last thing they find is what is this? We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> damn Part it. of the death yeah. plan. <laughs> I honestly, I think that's the perfect death plan because it's just like you're never escaping that warranty. You're never, never, ever. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, Mr. Creep um, is actually my hubby, um, I'm Mrs. Creep, Mr. Creep, and he is responsible for quite a lot of the graphics work that uh we have on the channel so when you see like the yeah you see the art that that happens for the episode um or those really cool upgrades to our videos lately or our ai videos uh that's that's his doing so he is part of this of this little mini corporation we have going on here he puts up pictures (laughs) i draw pictures on my computer and i make them cooler so right. I'm trying to just the dog had to be so, here. So I was so jealous that they're that good because I was like, fuck, we're chasing this. Like we're chasing that high. <laughs> yeah, just go for it. I I fought the, the videos for like the visualizers for a while. Mm. I'm like, they can just listen to it. And then once I, I saw it and put it together, I was like, oh, man, just I want to watch this. Me. That's how I felt when we did when ours was doing it, when Podbean would like project whenever we did any just the podcast episodes, they would just put that like random, you know, line with lines. And yep. it's like, oh, uh, it's not it's, visual appealing enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I need something else. Our, our catalog, like there's like sixty videos on our YouTube that are it's literally just a picture with the audio wave and that's it. Yeah. And even like just like a short loop of something that's moving that is like pleasanter to look at. And like has to deal with pleasanter. That's Ple- a word pleasanter is definitely grammar police. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> words are hard. I thought you guys right. said pleasant turtle. Pleasant, pleasant turtle. turtle. <laughs> I started thinking of the turtle soup we had the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did have turtle soup. That was an adventure. It was really good. Is it rubbery? I've heard it's rubbery. Not at all. Has the has the consistency of like beef. Oh, okay. Like really? kind of like grainy. Like, like if you flavor skit. Not at all. No, no, really? See, that's not wild to me. Never would have guessed. <laughs> right. It's really good. So for those of you guys that are buddy. watching as well, just so you know, these guys have some great merch 
I am repping some of their killer new coffin merch. I had to jump on it. So if you see me watching, <laughs> Trevor's, that in there Trevor's too. showing some of, my, some of mine merch. too. But ours, this coffin design, guys, is amazing. You're that's right all his idea. That's you that's know. OG. Like that's that's bad. old school right there. Yeah, that was like one oh, of the first designs he ever made. And now the dude that you had on, I think it was a dude that's on the shirt. I saw mm. Trevor wear it at the investigation. Yep. I just about figured out how I could like steal his shirt. I wanted it so bad. I need that. The I was like, hosts. I love that. that. Yeah, absolutely. It had that like creep show vibe. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, I love that. I know I'm not part I'm not part of, of that of your what goes bump, but we need it. What do you mean? The creeps You're need it. I <laughs> <laughs> like, we hanged up in here and there. <laughs> Do like a mashup super group, what goes bump in the creepy confidential night? You know, <laughs> we are like a super group. Oh, that's creepy a mouthful. confidential, or yeah, creepy, creepy confidential, confidential in the night. <laughs> creepy confidential bumps in the night. Bumps in the night. <laughs> there it is. That even more <laughs> I like it. See, but well, we, see, my so my my like harebrained idea is that mm. you guys come to Ohio again and we do an investigation. I yeah, because yeah, I I actually haven't met you in person. Trevor and Jenna have, but I we was, got the biggest yeah. hug. I was <laughs> we're actually AI. Yeah. That's exactly where I wanted to go with this to start off the the night is. Tell us about your experience at Post Town Elementary. Obviously, I've only heard. Uh, yeah, I've said I've like, on a lot about it. Told me in person. But like, I want to know from your side of things. Yeah, what, what was, was your, your simulation like? So I I know that. So Mr. Creep and I had two very different experiences. I think I roamed around a little bit more while I think he would stay stationary. So I have a feeling he's going to have different. He's going to, you know, he's going to have like a different list of things that happened. My my first game, like this was like the game to start it back out of retirement and what oh, yeah. a game it was. It was so active. It was way more active than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I thought it was a bunch of hokum. I'm sorry, but I did. I thought it was a bunch of hokum. Was and that they were essentially, uh, I was like, this... did you go to 1932 to get that one? Yes, I did. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of books. <laughs> and I'm but a cow poke. Yeah. And I, and I was amazed and it wasn't just like, mm -hmm. Oh, one room is active. It was multiple rooms that were active, things that you couldn't just figure you like you couldn't immediately debunk. And, yeah, and it was right from the rip, too. It was right from the go. Yeah, the minute and what the part I think out of all of them, the one that gets if it like that sticks out the most in my mind is when we it was just a regular classroom. I, Trevor mm. might remember the name of the room and the 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 spirit or the entity was calling all kinds of really nasty names out. Yeah. Like, I think it was the like bad teachers. Feminine room. names. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would have been, you know, um, am I allowed to say those things here? 100%. I've said okay. worse. Okay. <laughs> like, That's true. Heads. You drop the F bomb all the time, but it oh, was yeah. saying like bitch and whore and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and then and no reason to come across either. Like how did he get that on the radio? Like how did, yeah, exactly. Those things are not going to be on standard radio. And it was so interesting because I was standing by the door and I was, this was my first, I was just kind of like easing back into it. I thought I'm going to be by the door and just kind of take in exactly what's happening here. Take in the pieces, listen. And if I have a, you know, at something to interject, I will. And then it said, it said by the door, which I was like, Okay, 
there's your there's the first check mark yep. and the top it kept going and it and it said interesting name and i remember thinking like okay what's everybody's name in here you know right. like everybody is everybody bob sue jim you know usually yeah, i standard have standard definition names <laughs> yeah my name's noel it's very weird you know like you don't really hear that very often not very then, much at all no and then what did it said something involving something involving a tat something involving tattoos on the back and i mm. can't remember what the comment was exactly um but i i remember at that point i was a little freaked out because my back is covered in tattoos yeah, you like know, it's starting like, to like key in on you. It, you know, it was too like many things that fit the mold. Exactly. When I was like, okay, I'm sure more than one person has tattoos on their body. More than one person probably has an original name, yep. but that was the first one, and it was just strange to me because it, it was. I, I am if they were talking to me, that is not who I am. I am not right. that type of person. I have never been that type of person. Mm. You know, so I mean, not to air it out there, but I'm you know. I just don't have a lot of history. <laughs> we'll put it that way. <laughs> I am not wearing a little letter. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was a little like, well, where is this coming from? And it just seemed like somebody being very malicious. Yep. And and it didn't and it didn't stop. The room that had the military um things. That was the basement somewhere. Trevor, where were we? Yeah. Um oh God, what room? It's like that? a concrete room. Yeah, I think that was the like there. It's not like their boiler room, but like the their like little workbench room, like yeah, something like it. I don't exactly know what you would call that. But this was the like it's concrete on the floor, concrete on the walls, and the above was like a treated wood that had almost like if you were to take molasses and then lacquer it. That's what it looked like when you shone a light on it. Yeah, it and, was. Oh, I know what it's called. It was like a pantry slash like dry goods room. Is what okay. So kind of, yeah, that makes sense. And, and that was where um, they had all sort of military references that were coming across the Estes method um, where like they were, lot. you know, they were like a lot and it like, wasn't just one or two. Um, and, and myself. Too. Yeah. And they were together, which was, and again, you have to take these pieces of information and figure out either do they fit or do you throw them out? Or do they go together? You know, it just, you have to, it's part of what you do. And between, you know, the five of us that were in the room, three of us were prior military. But one yeah, of us that was, was the wildest serving. part for me. And then, when and we, we were all different branches. To like, he on that yeah. too was like, whoa. It was too on the nose. Going. And that was when the mel, me mel meter freaked yep. out. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't quick. It wasn't, it was literally, it's like it was charging up. Yep. And then it just fritzed out. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I do want to bring this up because it's super relevant. Oh, it did just happen. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about it too. This past weekend when we investigated the Paranormal Museum, we actually captured on camera almost the same exact thing that happened at Post Town. It was a little different because it would go up to the, like, the like, middle and then stay in the middle, like, go up higher, and, and like, then Ooh. bounce. It was mm -hmm. weird. Wow. But that kind of makes sense. That that makes sense too, because yeah. it's like, uh, like you know, like you're trying to get yeah, up like from a seat, exerting and it. you can't quite get up, so you have to mm -hmm. like try harder every time. It it kind of makes sense. I think those make more sense than an instant spike, because those I feel like you can't you can't debunk them and you can't figure out where they came from because they were no, so if busy. you get like that consistent hit like how we notice where it i think honestly probably was about a good 15 seconds from start to finish of yeah. the sound because like all of us just stopped 
I have it? never seen. Was it? It might be blue or purple. I can't remember what I think the color it's is. Purple to red is the it's last last red. one. Yeah, yeah. Goes, there are colors I have never seen ever pop on a millimeter ever. It's usually the, the the like first and second one, right? Like orange and red mm -hmm. or orange and yellow. Yep. I have never ever seen that one. Yeah, and our I, none of and all of our equipment was was drained. He didn't get video yeah, because he kept draining it. You know, mm -hmm. I couldn't get video because it wouldn't let me log in. It was just like thing after thing. It, and it wasn't that late yet, was it? It was later. It was I like think it midnight. Was like, yeah, I think it was like 12, 1230. But like to us paranormal investigators, that's really that's early. Yeah, that's like, it wasn't close to the witching hour. <laughs> You're old gonna... now, Trevor. So that's going to be late. <laughs> right. I You're an old man now. The last one. I do my ghost hunting at eight in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that those were. And there were areas where your spidey sense just went off where you're like, I don't, I feel uncomfortable. Yep. You know, it's not like I sense that there's somebody here. No, no, no. You just kind of walk in and you're like, ugh. I just don't feel right in here. That same thing kind of happened this to me this past weekend. I like I can't say that it wasn't just the energy drink that I had He's hitting me. Never said this shit to me though. But like we were outside and I felt totally fine and I walked back in and we went into the little shop that's at the mm -hmm. paranormal museum and I just like looked at him and I go, dude, I don't feel like I did like 20 seconds ago. And I was like, I did have an energy drink and I kind of did slam it, but like I had that like 20 seconds? minutes ago, like yeah. Yeah, that how doesn't metabolize like, that quickly. How does all of a sudden I just don't feel good? And it yeah. was like this weird, like insanely anxious, but like buzzed feeling. Where did I it start? Really, yeah. Like head or like heart or chest? Like just body, immediate. My heart just started racing. Mm -hmm. And then like. If you have to relate, like it's almost like a body high. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense to you guys. Yeah, I, I said like nicotine for the first time, or if you haven't had it for a long yeah, time, or it's like a nicotine buzz. Kind of like that. Like, it was like all these different sensations like hitting me at the same time. But because of this, I didn't feel good. If that makes sense, like I felt yeah. fine, but like I didn't feel good. I, right. It was just like it was that. Is that like when you first feel anxious and you kind of you have a stomachache, but it's not a stomachache. It's like weird butterfly like, feeling. I, I guess a good way to be to put it is like when you're at school and you know you're the next presentation. Like yes, that. and that yes, is an excellent way we to describe munching. the feeling. Yes, we it's anticipation. That anticipation yeah, it was like of crazy anticipation of something big. I don't but know. for no, like you don't have a signal for a reason why you should have it. Right. Yeah. And it only lasted maybe like 30 minutes and then it was just gone. I honestly, like, does this sound like the correct timeline? Like you said that and then not even like a half an hour later, we were getting the REM pod hit. Because I, I, no, that was after we went outside after. after. Yeah. That was, after. that was when we left for the balls were going off and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was right before we went outside, right? Or no, when you said we came back in after. Yeah, so we like so the whole night leading up to it. We're investigating this haunted doll, and cat balls go off. We start getting some stuff. We're also moving her around and picking her up and touching her, which apparently she liked too. So, and I think it worked. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, okay, like we've been going for like two hours now. Like, let's take a break, but like just see if anything happens with the doll while we're away from it. And a Brandon mint. We went outside. Felt fine. We talked to John, the curator, for a good 15 minutes outside, and then we walked back inside. I felt fine, and until I walked into the shop, it was like as soon as I walked into the shop, 
I like a threshold. I was like, dude, if I feel different. And this shop had a actual like voodoo altar and other paranormal like like they say that there's haunted objects in there, but they don't just tell us which ones it is. Like they want us to be able to figure it out from the investigating or whatnot, which I sure. love that. We the only that. one that they showed <laughs> us was the most active doll in the place, which was uh Cerebella, right? Serabina. Serabina, sorry. I messed that name up every time that night. I was like, Cerebella, like the brain? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was a very interesting and unique name. But like, it was weird because it's not like a full doll. It's like a, a cast of like a half a doll up. And it's like just like a spooky one. And mm-hmm. apparently it scared people out of there. Like we picked her up and we're like cool with her and like brought her into that shop and, you know, sat her down in a chair and she literally lit balls up for us. Like, and I don't understand huh. how. And she somehow... There was one cat ball in front of it on the edge of the chair, and then there was one in her hand, and she made the one in her hand light up, but not the one on the edge. And I was like, how the fuck does that happen? Hmm. So Dweebs asked a good question. Riley, did you eat before having an energy drink? Snacking. I did. We snacked hard. I did. Because if you didn't, and it was straight to the gut, but kind of explain I I had two tacos. Okay. We were, so a bit yeah, we ate some there. T-Bell like just before we got on the way there. Yeah, and I had dinner before I even picked him up too. I had a turkey burger, so I, it definitely wasn't because I was plenty of yeah, not like starving totally yourself. Fine. I was hydrated, like I was, I was good to go. Yeah, it's Are odd. You... It's super, super odd. So many. Mike's animals. getting mauled by the animals. Help me! And like, <laughs> and again, like, I'm not saying it was paranormal. It's just weird. Like it totally yeah. could have been paranormal because yeah. that's one of the things. That but I think that's part of it is like not everything is going to fit into box A or box B. Right. You know, it's like it's like the notes section. If A and B happened, these things were also occurring. So how can these all go together? Again, it's like the science brain side where I'm like, how do these can it can it fit mm. into the equation or is it totally erroneous? Something happened. So yeah. that's that's why I don't like to do the whole like, I don't know where it's um. Uh, kind of psychic you know like those kind of things because you can't it's hard it's not a piece of equipment like you can sense a mel you can have a melmeter you have readouts you have whatever us we're kind of like a weird piece of equipment that's constantly trying to figure out how to write itself trust your gut and like if you have a feeling like you know like like try to figure out why is definitely the way to go about it like don't just like completely write it off but you're right i don't trust it as 100 percent truths because my body's weird I'll have freakouts for no reason. I right, and it could be hormones. It could be anything. Exactly, stress, any any type of like outside trigger that you don't know going into any of this stuff, and it just so mm-hmm. happens to happen. And we are definitely guilty of being too in the moment when we're investigating. Yes. Oh like, well, sure, it's hard it's not to be. So hard, you know. Not. It's yeah. yeah well, hard. you get hyper fixated on a certain thing, and it's like well, oh, it's oh, all oh, the oh. fun things. You know, it's there's a reason why you're there. You're not there because you know someone. It's right, and it's like you don't want to be. Of will something mm-hmm. happen, and then when something does, like how real it gets to you, like yeah, yep. And it was the first investigation that we got to go to that we haven't done previously, and like we were pretty much like told to go there. So it's like back in right? <laughs> It's like oh, oh my shit. god, I swear to God, I was singing that song in my head on the way to Post Town, and I was like, this is stupid. Why am I thinking this? Because we're doing it. <laughs> but but back to that point where you're like, you know, you, you know your body and you know, it's like some people that listen to it. Like Mike, when, when he comes with me to investigations and things, he he doesn't give in to that, uh, that fantasticalness. 
Yeah. yeah, he's. I've only ever seen him react a few times. It's rare, um, and I think he's just got got that. You know, he's able to separate that. Oh my gosh, Jenna! Hi, <laughs> I told you, <laughs> love you, dude. <laughs> Commenting, I love it. So I, so I think that he probably had a. In in my opinion, I think he had a different outlook on. Yeah. You know, or a somewhat different outlook on Post Town. So mm-hmm. I, you know. Well, how do you feel about it, Mr. Creep? Yeah, hubby. <laughs> you know, when I go to these things, um, and like she said, if there's going to be, it's it's always crazy and wacky when you have something you're like, oh, wow, look what it just did, or it's setting a device off, or I just heard a voice, and your hairs and your arms still go up. You still get kind of, you get the heebly-jeebly's, but oh, yeah. I know where I stand. I know who I am, and I look at a lot of things on spiritual realms as well, and so I'm not too concerned about that kind of stuff. I know... I'm probably going to be fine. Um, I am of the belief to kind of put it in a nutshell, as long as you don't go tempting those things and inviting those things in, then you're probably going to be okay. Uh, it's when you start playing with certain things and this will get people's hackles up, but you start using certain objects or devices that are out there that connect us to the paranormal or the spiritual, you start really risking opening up doorways and mm-hmm. inviting those things in. It's the whole vampire theory. You know, you can't come in. Yeah. I say, go ahead and come in. Um, I, that's probably where they got that from um, and turned it into folklore. So I'm not usually too concerned. I'm always more concerned about a human element. So when we go to these places, I will, we went to one, that abandoned house out in Washington state, we pulled mm-hmm. over and it was like super, it was bad, super <laughs> bad. And so she wanted to go check it out. And I was like, well, yeah, let's go ahead and go. But I said, hold on, let me go clear the place first. So yeah. I went through and cleared it because I am more concerned about, you know, crackhead carl jumping out with a rusty yeah. spoon instead a of squatter definitely will give you 10 right so once you get past yeah and once you get past that you're in a place like post town where we went um it was really interesting there was a lot of material a lot of evidence that happened um anybody who would say that place isn't haunted i'm like it absolutely is i will just yeah you about I, the that. video will be out sooner than later and i'm working on it to prove right that. <laughs> And, you know, this the direct interactions we had, I know that at one point, and I told you all about this, certain objects I had on me, um, it, first it said Archangel, and that's, you can't really see it, I have it blurred out right there, but there's an Archangel tattoo right there. Yeah, and so big, I thought loud, that was really, proud. Yeah, that was really interesting, and then it called out something that I had on me that none of you knew I had, yep. and so it was a very unique <laughs> object, and, um, you know, so... It was it was obviously there was not just residual, but there was interactive there. Yeah, it, but it's I'm, intelligent. Has to be. Yeah, it is. And you know, it just you have to have your your brain on and you have to look at things and not get too wrapped up into it and get mm-hmm. tricked or duped because something that's gonna be paranormal or it's going to be an evil entity slash demonic, you have to you have to really just keep your guard up while you're yeah. keeping your eyes and ears open to say, I'm willing to believe, but I'm not just going to believe whatever you throw at me. You tell me you are, yeah. because then mm-hmm. you start having things around you that are not good. So having that mentality going into this kind of stuff with paranormal, if you have that, it will actually put you at a lot more ease knowing, Hey, I'm wide open. I am willing to listen to and believe and what just happened is what we think it is, but I'm also not going to be an idiot. You know, I'm going to be right. smart about it and just take my time with it. And you know that you're you're probably going to be okay. So when her and I go to these things, I'm I'm looking at that and I'm just I'm a nice guy, but I'm also the kind of individual like ghost. You mess with me, I will 
backhand you. <laughs> yeah, like I have so, tampering on. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, turn into a physical form, and we'll just square up right now. So, but so I don't know. I'm just kind of that person. I'm pretty chill and at ease about a lot of that kind of stuff, anyways. And you know, I'm just there to kind of help her out and give her, you know, whatever assistance she needs, and whether it be getting something or providing security or you know just helping investigate if like we all did and i appreciate you all having me in on that too it's always fun and interesting but oh yeah so oh there's you back <laughs> she froze up froze i up froze up way. i don't froze know what up. i'm still frozen i don't yeah, know you what's are. going on you, are still you know what happens if you're frozen what you gotta let it go let it oh, go not on cam anymore I don't know what I don't know what's happening, but we'll we'll just let it be for a second here. We'll, time we'll put me at top. He's no good man. You don't like the top? No, all the pretty people have to be at top. <laughs> it goes pretty to ugly. So, oh my gosh, I love that so much. That's hilarious. So, like, how did, did you, you just feel, yell though, when that when that REM pod went off like it did? Like, you know, like Are what you was your first me? initial feeling? Uh oh, hold on. Uh oh. She said her stuff freaked out. So, oh, I went. All I heard was no, motherfucking computers. Yeah. So she'll be back in a moment. Yeah. Uh, so what was you your, what's your perspective of this REM pod situation that happened? Where that was a trip. Because although I don't have a lot of experience and all that. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with paranormal investigation like you and her do. But um, when we were sitting there, just you know, you watch it and it'll go. You know, and you get me, you'll get those little things. Yeah. But this literally was just like, it was like, yeah, it like popped. <laughs> what just happened? You know? And so it was a progressive thing. And we were all just kind of like, I don't think yeah, like, I looked around say. the room and everybody's so, jaws were down. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Cause we already had so much activity that night and so much interaction, you know, Things like, I don't know if it happened before or after, like when you picked up the doll and it straight up said, put me down, sucker. You know, it was like. Yeah. And like, then the cat balls, too, that correlated with that exact doll. And when we went into that room down there, I was putting those cat balls in those cracks. So they were between yeah. those mats. So they had no real reason to move. And they were going off, too. Like, what the fuck is that? Speaking of cat balls. So when we had Sam on last week, she had mentioned that sound can make the cat balls Yeah, go sometimes. Off. And we proved that to be. True, 100%. It's kind of tough. I clapped and it went off, but we only got to do it one time. So it's not 100%. Like, and then I kept clapped closer to it. We were yelling at them. We couldn't get them to go off with yelling, but clap did work, but it was a lot more difficult. I also that. do wonder now that we've like put this into the ether, what if like, because sometimes we, and like this also plays on the theory of the, like the poorhouse video. We don't hear certain things when it's like you'll hear these EVPs. What if it's loud enough EVPs to make these cat balls go off because they're not physically being rolled? Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't get it. Oh, no, we can't hear her again. Oh, my gosh. Let's try this again. This worked. Nope, nope. I got it. it nope, there yeah. we go. Okay, you got it. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like a vibration. <laughs> you know, it's outside of your eardrum, but mm -hmm. you you can hear it. But or can't hear it, but the cat ball is picking up the vibration. Those Has were a to, trip right? too. I've never used those. Like I've never used those mm -hmm. before. I've done a lot of investigations and I've never used those. Uh, it was interesting because you could just, you could lay them in a place that you knew was not going to move. 
and them bad boys went off. Yeah, it was and very... I, I like to put them on the button side so they sit flat. Like it's got mm-hmm. that concave little button, and it's like, all right, yeah. these aren't gonna literally. And you have to like away. stick your finger in there in order mm-hmm. to actuate oh, the button, and it, it takes a lot. So for people that are like, well, they're pushing the button. No, because nope. I have to fight with those things for a while before I figure I out how to get them to I think it would be interesting to take some of those and tie them to fishing line and suspend them in the air. Because yeah. then you don't have any vibration on the floor. Uh, everyone, along with that, if everybody's more quiet and it sets off, that solidifies your evidence a little bit more. Like, well, you're making right. lots of loud noise. The voice went off. Um, but yeah, I think that it just made me think if you were to you hang those in the air somehow. and they start going off, yeah, I think then I something's touching them in the air at that point. Yeah, because like other than like, if it's in a controlled environment too, like if you're gonna do it outside, you're probably gonna get wind, you know. But inside of a building that isn't completely open to the elements, like yeah, yeah, that sounds brilliant. Because if anything goes through that doorway and it has some type of mass or you know electrical like charge to it, it could even make it go off that way. It doesn't. I feel like it doesn't have to be like a physical like interaction that way either. Yeah, I think hanging them in a doorway would actually also be another next level because most of the like we do most of them when we all out here catch stuff, they're going through a door. It's occasionally through a wall, but it's usually through a door. Yeah, well, and think too center mass. Like if you're if you think like you have to make the contact with the ball, well then you gotta like play. You gotta put it into that right inch mark where that foot will hit it. So this way they could just run right through it. Mm Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna need to create something experiment. Yep, right now, <laughs> you guys would know me. This is because it's the only way I organize my thoughts. Yeah, or even if, like, um, if people want to like complain about, well, it's gonna be too swingy. Well, then get like a like a plastic PVC pipe and then put it inside of the PVC pipe and then cut out just above it so it's sitting there. You know what I mean? And then put like a gator clip on the top of it that'll like grab the top of the door frame. Then it's just, it shouldn't move. It shouldn't have yeah. any elemental, like, you know, like, you know, just to see what it picks up. Cause those things are so, I mean, they're so rudimentary. They're yeah. not some fancy piece of equipment. And yet mm-hmm. they seem to be very helpful. You know, mm-hmm. you can kind of like, okay, they're over here. Nope, now they're over here. You can kind of track them wherever the entity is going. But I, I have an answer talking- to dreams for chat when you're done. Oh, I was mentioned because you mentioned about the tattoo on your on your arm. Mm-hmm. I just I did. I found it very interesting that twice that I that I was present for they mentioned something about tattoos. Did they mention? Because I, I don't think they mentioned anything. I didn't. I wasn't around, or see people just didn't pick up on it. I feel like it probably just got missed in the, the like the tango because there, yeah. there was honestly so much like because there was so many devices there going was a lot off of people. in sequence too. And yeah, and we had pr- like. That night, I want to say there was probably three to four bigger groups of like six to seven people a piece, at least, yeah. maybe even more at times because people would float. But it's mm-hmm. like when you got that many Plus some people up, that were from the outside that kind of made me, I don't know, like, I did, yeah, thank you. Yep. I know exactly. <laughs> Let me give my public service announcement. When you go on a ghost investigation, do not vape on the investigation. <laughs> That's and if you do, do I've it said it what I need to say. <laughs> yeah, if people are recording, don't vape in front of the camera. Because that's what happened. I took a picture of, um, was it Johnny or whatever his name was, yeah. the really active room, and I was like, click. And the guy was like, strawberry cloud right in front of my camera. I was like, son of a... <laughs> if there was something there, I wouldn't have got it. I don't care if he's watching like 
It does. The problem is if, is if anybody's doing it anywhere at any time, you cannot yep. use photography at all. Yeah. Period. And if we're going to do it, let everybody know, like, hey, let's take a break. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you can never, anything you catch will never be. A hundred percent. You can't. A hundred percent. No one will a hundred percent believe that it's real. But back yeah. to Patty's question about the weird yeah. dreams. Me and Trevor have already so talked many times. about this so many times. Yeah. Did you guys have any? Have you guys? Or especially after Post Town with how weird those events were too. That is the number one reason why I stopped investigating. It was oh, full, full flat was yep. bad dreams. Yep. We we went to see. Do you know about the Hazarot Angel, the Weeping Angel? I've yeah, I've heard of it. I don't, I'm not okay. super familiar with it, but I've heard of so it. So in no. Cleveland, at Lakeview mm -hmm. Cemetery, I think it's called. It's a really well known cemetery. Presidents are buried there. Very you know mm -hmm. prominent people. Long story short, this guy, this family, the Hazarot family had this big, huge angel made, and the angel is holding a torch upside down, extinguishing it. And yeah. it's that's basically symbolic of extinguishing the life. And then over time, it was this real pretty copper bronze. Uh, it started turning green. So now, because it turns green and black, it looks like it's weeping, these black tears. They call it the weeping angel. Uh, there's a lot of supposed energy around that thing. That kind of stuff draws a lot of people there who start bringing yeah. more energy to those kind of places. So I won't tell the story of the people. I'll leave them out. But there were some people there that were irritated we were there. And uh, so when we started to leave, I think that they were like doing their thing, you know, and because yeah. they were irritated and angry. And so when we went home that night, I remember that I woke up and I could not move. Like I was totally frozen. And oh, I opened my paralysis. eyes. Yeah, it's sleep paralysis. Yeah. And so I opened my eyes, and this stuff never happens to me. I've, I've had real encounters before, and Straight we can talk about that later if you want. But this one was this huge, like, purplish black crazy. cloak with a hood and a some kind of a face. It's always just a huge cloak, like, floating yeah. over the bed. And it was this blackish purple. And it was, like, emitting this purple beam at me that i believe was what was freezing me and so i couldn't move and i i started praying and immediately as soon as i you know started asking for god to help me it freed up and i was able to get up you know and it, and it disappeared so, so we had just gone that day to that and when we Damn. came home that happened and again i feel very protected but it was definitely <laughs> making an effort and so we correlated the two and I think that may have been a big reason that yeah, she decided like, to stop. But yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, but I had, I had actually, I had actually stopped before then. Um, mm -hmm. That was, we just happened to be up there cause it's a beautiful graveyard. I mean, it's absolutely, I mean, graveyards used to be parks, right? So like yeah. you take your kids and babies mm -hmm. and families there. So it's beautiful. It's not, it's not even one of the kind of older, you know, kind of fallen down kind of ones. Yeah, Like they've kept it well. Yeah, it's because of because of who's there. Right. Um, and before then, just because of the few places we've gone, including Starvation Heights, that one will you have like the three or four that always stick out in your brain. I I would get really nasty, evil, like bad nightmares. And I'm not that kind of person. You can ask any. I mean, you know, I laugh a lot. I giggle a lot. I don't invite bad things into you know, my life, my home, I, I, I try, you know, sure. We all suffer from our own little issues. Right. <laughs> so, but this was different, you know, I main issue. Even, <laughs> 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 but like really nasty, like gross dream, like 
skulls and ickies and all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, like just not paying taxes. Like, and I don't watch horror movies, so I don't know where it came from. It was right. very strange. Yeah, that's where that's where it's like for me when I do have those type of dreams. It's like, where's the context lie here? Where did I get this? Yeah. Like, why? Where, where did this even mind? come from? Headphone yeah. down. Headphone down. It fell right out. <laughs> he got falling out of his chair. Like, I found a know, tennis like, ball, but that's oh. amazing. Because they always say too, like you know, like product of environment, right? So, yeah. Like I always imagine if if I go to say like an asylum, right, and somebody that's been in there for. 15 plus years of their life and that's all they've known if that energy is somehow like a projected onto me somewhat like i wonder if that would stick long enough to like permeate and then cause yeah. those dreams to like almost like seep into your your inner consciousness i know that sounds super like reachy but but it kind of makes sense yeah it, like like I, I get that it, yeah sure it sounds very that way but I think it, and it also depends like when I know that when I was super concentrated into investigations, it was one of the worst times of my life between abuse and, you know, mental, all yeah. kinds of bad juju. Um, not with the person that I'm obviously not like, <laughs> this was before. I, I've um, questioned the same thing. Like, is the paranormal investigating and the stuff that we're doing at, like for fun causing mm -hmm. the strife in my life? Like, is it? But then I, I, I'm not going to be that person to be like, I think I, my opinion is that the guard, my guard is down because yeah. I'm so focused, you know, like you go in hoping that this is going to be your kind of free time. You're going to go in this there and investigate, ticket. get some cool things. Yeah. This is your, mm -hmm. this is your free time when really, I think, you know, it depends on how thick you are in the brush mentally. Um, right. You're kind of, that guard is down. So especially if you're in a place that has really bad juju, yeah. Maybe so bad that you don't even realize it's that bad. Right. You know, are I you they're they're just in there because they're like, here she well, comes. I'm not saying how, it's a demon. How much but research just... do most investigators do? Like, let's be realistic. Like a lot. I one do. <laughs> well, I, well, in your case, yes. But like I know <laughs> probably for me, Riley, Jen, and like a couple other people that I know that investigate, like we do more and more digging than most, but there's mm -hmm. also been times where Riley will do more digging than I, and then I won't know shit. So like whatever happens, happens for me and right. whatever entity is there. I don't know. It could be great. It could be awful. But realistically, I feel like we haven't run into anything like like really bad yet. So yeah. I, thank God, like knock on wood type thing. I really don't want to encounter anything that's going to like actually fuck me up. But then, you know, like we talked to G and he had some it seemed like a very bad time with an entity attaching to his uh, Ouija board. And then he got into a really bad car accident because of it, it seems like. What was I saying but earlier? See, <laughs> but see, he's messing with stuff. Yeah, you yep, know, and it, doorways. And never again. The doorway. Yeah. And I yeah, and I, I mean, also for someone crazy. like I know because that was that was my key position. Not only was mm -hmm. I a founder, I was that was my pre-investigation was my shtick. You know, yeah. it, was, it was a lot of things, but that was my thing. I would dig deep. And the only place I ever found anything that was truly, you know, other than other than Starvation Heights was the, the Mason uh, not house. I don't know what they called their building you know, where they. Yeah, their lodge. Oh, uh, and that was the lodge. creepy Illuminati yeah. cave. <laughs> Was a was a Masonic exactly. lodge that we did. So yeah. that was the only place that I had found anything that really had some weird juju. But that's so interesting. But none we of that was Mason related. Here yeah. Michigan. 
None of it was none of it was was Mason related. It just they a place burned down. They put one on top. They didn't move all the bodies. Bob That's your so uncle, they put a Mason though, place like, on top. You know, and and then you go to like start thinking deeper on that too. It's like, well, how how like accurate are we with all of our documentation? We're not. We're just not. Right. I know we're not. And like you go back farther and farther and farther, and it's like realistically, I don't think people gave enough fucks. To like actually dig up bodies once they were dug up, unless they were trying to steal stuff. So they honestly, were like, "Fuck it, build over it, whatever." Honestly, Money. If you look back, and mo- most history is just personal accounts of things people saw. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's basically so... a journal. Yeah. The mm-hmm. only reason that they moved the bodies was if they had the money to move them, and if people couldn't afford it, or if they couldn't find them, or the or building went right over the top. Wasn't who to talk to about who whose family it yep. was. They put oh, the building right on top know. of it. They couldn't, you know, DNA test anyone. They yeah, they were still living in the Y2K records. Like, it was a dead person, and that's what they were. They were John Doe, tagged on the toe. You know what I mean? Yeah, tagged and that was toe. it. And if they had been there long enough in the ground, they were just dirt. There yeah, wasn't definitely anything there. dissolved. Like, so. one of the crazy things about uh, Grand Haven here is the Central Park that's downtown. Well, back when the city was first formed, that was like the backside of the town. So that's where they put the graveyard. They dumping everybody. So when the town got more established, they realized, well, we can't have a freaking graveyard in the middle of downtown. Right. <laughs> so they dug up most of the bodies. But like, could you imagine them, being those there excavators? There are still bodies, you know, that never got moved. And when they built this fountain, they actually found some skulls and stuff. Well, and how much care are those people that are digging out those remains too? Like, how much care are they giving to those and those deceased people? Probably, they're probably just like, I'm getting paid, dude. Whatever. Back in the day, they didn't even like if there were, you know, a bunch of disease and a lot of people died. They just threw them no casket. Yeah, you don't need a casket. They just threw them all in a hole. Like that's that's how morbid that shit was. Like they treated death so much differently back in the 1800s. And on a side note, though, I can appreciate that. I do not I feel there is zero reason it's to make ceremony. me last for a hundred years, fifty years, twenty years, five yeah. years. Just stick me in the dirt, man. Yeah, it's all Just, ceremony. I'm irritated that I'm going to live forever as it is already. So, <laughs> you know how hard it is being immortal. It sucks. <laughs> I'm bionic. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. No, I guess man. I became wow. even more jaded working at you know, yeah. a funeral home, seeing how like hearing and how much Ooh. money is spent. That I was actually thinking too. Like, so at that mortuary museum that we went to, they had a casket that was a little dinged up and we asked a little bit about it. I did not know you could do this. You can rent caskets yeah. for your yeah. loved ones. <laughs> and then you can. once they're burned and incinerated for their like cremation, yep. it goes to the next person. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, that's heavy as fuck. And then the reason that yep. they had the casket that they did in the mortuary museum was because some bodily fluids leaked because of a failed embalming. You're missing all, all So instead of like I Airbnb, it's RIP. We'll get it back went, to it. It went to a haunted house too. And then, yeah. And then, house retired it. yeah. But yeah. the whole reason it was taken out of like the, the funeral circuit, I guess you could call it. Like, Usually they it. burn them because yeah, like we, it's a metal casket. Oh yeah, it was yeah. it was a real old school one too. That was yeah, but now they it's do like have used a car salesmen were bad. Wait till me to use casket salesmen. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like it's like a rent. They pay money. a renter. How many bodies can you fit in this puppy? Yeah, 
That's crazy though. It, I can't believe that. Because a full like industry. a casket that you purchase and mm-hmm. and is yours forever, nobody else's is so expensive. But the ones who are like, well, we want to see Mima one more time. Yeah, that's to put them in a rental. Yeah, it's who the an, fuck? Why didn't nobody tell me that when I die, it's going to cost me about five grand? Oh, who the fuck! I told this to creep. I said when I die, who told you it was only going to be five grand? That's pretty cheap. Kiss from the bottom. God, it's wild. Yeah, but the the whole post town thing, it was definitely, it was a trip. I think for the first time, like back for so long on a real and like a full. I could not believe we were there until three thirty yeah, in the flipping morning. Troopers. And then we drove back, and then I got up the next day to go get our puppy, and I was exhausted. I bet <laughs> this old lady is in bed usually at nine. I don't think I've recovered from sleep from even this <laughs> past weekend, and we left at midnight. Like we didn't even stay that late. Yeah, we left oh at like twelve thirty, and we got home at like closer to like one thirty and two o'clock. And I was That's just like, bananas. Oh. I remember when we left, it was still popping off, and you, uh, Trevor, was in the doll room again. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming up and just being like, "Hey, tap tap, I'm going. We out. I've heard Love you." <laughs> has no off switch. It's go time all, all the time. time. That's what I just remember when I was younger, I would walk out the door at 11 p.m. Like, all right, let's go kick it downtown. Let's go to the club. Yep. And it's like 11, 12 o'clock. We still got two hours. Now, 8.30 p.m. I'm like, I'm getting a little sleepy now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll drink my tea. Yeah. I just feel a shawl crawl up my shoulders and an old granny right? cap find itself. Hey, the news said yeah. what? I now, I now have my shawl with me on my legs like an old lady. I love it. <laughs> But we were uh, speaking of ghosts. I have to ask you guys this before I forget. So on my on my after dark uh, last week, I had a guest, and she said her opinion was that ghosts are electricity. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? Give me your. Um, give I me think your it's pretty opinion. accurate. I don't think. I mean, maybe there is some more element to it that we aren't understanding yet that we can't physically comprehend. But like every device that we use basically on investigations is manipulating electromagnetic fields and electricity itself, basically. So I, to me, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I've always looked at it like spirits are a wavelength. We don't necessarily understand exactly what that wave wavelength is, whether it's, you know, electric molecules floating through the air and reacting a certain way or Or ionized particles hitting other particles at the right time. But Like I think of it being, Exactly how she says, like, they're just a a form of electricity, but I also believe that there's, like, we are energy. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, the leftover energy electric. And that's what she said. It was, like, because that's what, you know, that's how we restart us if we we fail. They stick electricity on us, defibrillate, and just try and restart it with electricity. And I, it was so weird. It was, like, an aha light bulb moment even though I'm sure I've thought about it or read about it somewhere. And I, I wrote it down on the show. You can see me. Cause I was like, I have to ask these, uh, what goes bump in the night guys about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I remember was asking totally, saying that on totally the show. On that same wavelength. Yeah. yeah like funny? I was that, funny that's pretty no, funny, dude. No. Like I believe it a hundred percent. Cause I mean like realistically, you know, if it is these electronic particles or whatever you want to call them. And I know like, 
we sometimes are really silly around here, but I promise you we're smart. <laughs> like it just makes sense because the when we we watched I watched Blood Moon's video where he did these experiments with different colors and he was explaining how I haven't watched his used, stuff yet. I need to I love oh, all definitely of their recommend stuff. Blood they they Moon. do a great He's job amazing. at experimenting and doing like different techniques of investigating that like that are mind blowing to me. So and he took different colors that. and he was like I'm going to test to see if these colors will ionize the particles in the air and it'll cause different reactions in the same re you know, like here's your control yeah. white, here's your blue, here's your red. And like went through like pretty much like all the colors that he could. And he had more experience or not experience, um, more responses in certain color lights than others. And it was like, this is interesting. Cause like, what if that can explain a lot more now where it's like, okay, you have to like find the energy source to give to this stuff to give to like spark it and make it go. And maybe there's an element that we give off that we just don't know because realistically right. our bodies are constantly making energy constantly. What and I was thinking energy? about that too. It's weird though, because energy, you know, cannot be, what was it? Created, cannot be made or destroyed, mm. only transferred from one thing to another. Yep. So it's like, you know, scientifically at least um, that I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, then how, then where is it come? You know, I don't know. That's what I was going to say was ghost? that the universe has so much mass in it. And mm. you, when you take away um, mass of the universe as a whole, every little tiny piece, you have to introduce other mass. Uh, that's the problem with the Hadron Collider. Um, I said it right was if they start inventing and using that to collide and create matter matters that we're and you're adding for. another element that shouldn't you're be. adding matter to something that's already perfectly set so yep. when you start we can't think that small but if you have a box full of golf balls and you even add one more golf ball to it it's going to start pushing the seams out and once you start pushing the seams out you start getting rifts black holes portals things like that so mm -hmm. When you start looking at the paranormal side, this is just my opinion here. When you start looking at that, you have to say, well, the universe has so much of us being matter as well. So when we pass, do we go from a solid to a gas or a liquid kind of concept? It's like, do we now go to a different sort yeah, of matter that still fills in that space think, in the universe? I've always kind of thought like, so like if, like you're saying, like when we're alive and present human, like we have mass, we have mm -hmm viscosity we have all of that built inside of us so what happens when the soul when we pass and how are these spirits moving around and interacting is it just like electric energy waves that they're riding you know what i mean like because we can we can measure the waves as we're walking through a room we can measure the waves of electric energy moving either in a certain like collective area or a mass area we can read both of those so right. like when we have these spikes, is there actual mass behind it because of the electric electrical energy? And if there was like a way to measure that, I don't know how you would because well, it's all energy does have mass. But exactly. So like we're how yeah, we I figure wonder. out how to capture that mass like in something and actually weigh it. So now we have a scientific experiment idea. So if you're and I'm I because I'm forgetting, I'm the creative person, she's the artsy or uh, the scientific number Nerd. type so when you have energy remind me how this works if you're the the faster you have something moving and creating more energy does that create more mass to it so if it's like the same little ball 
does that create heavier mass to it if it's moving super fast or if you're moving is there any I feel like that's a google question it wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. heavier i yeah. go go yeah it go. wouldn't be heavier because it's not creating more mass um, true or no or it just energy. has more inertia and uh, it's not like, it's not creating more energy like physics yeah. at that ah. point oh okay so there is a theory according Sorry, to are you smart special reactivity relatively relativity <laughs> the mass of an object increases as it moves faster the increase is negligible at Absolutely. everyday speeds but as an object approaches the speed of light it's observed mass so so the only way it, would, it would have to be insanely fast. and it's probably but because that's what my like, thought process was was changing that stuff around it when you move into a paranormal realm when you're running or you're walking at x amount mm -hmm. of speed you know our fastest runner can only go so fast but when you see these entities that are just all over the place because they're operating on a completely different real you know reality while still being part of our reality imagine that your spirit has the ability to go ridiculously light of speed fast from place yeah. to place you still maintain mass so oh. even though you've turned into a vaporous type thing you're like well that's not a solid it can't be as heavy it can't be right. mass but you it now move it. that much faster to equate oh. for I feel like I just had a light bulb moment too. So like, think about it like this. Like what if- When we get together. <laughs> I know this always happens and I love it. What if like how, when our bodies expire, right? How our, our souls leave our body. Well, yes, there is a transfer of energy there because it's been, it's been documented that there is something leave, leaving the body when there is a time of expiration. At this point, I believe that. Well, if you're, if you let your body decay down to like the least amount of mass, <laughs> yes the least like the least amount of mass that it can take up well then you're like you're playing with the equilibrium scale at this point now and i feel like it if like if you want to say it like how the scales are always constantly like waning and like you know like washing like tipping and whatnot waxing well, then may yeah maybe that's when we are seeing the like these paranormal events because realistically how many times have you seen a very like new newer spirit or entity a lot of times we're we're connecting with people that are a lot older that are a lot right. farther back in time oh that brings me to my next question it's like i can oh, read my yeah. mind <laughs> segway. Segway. segway it's like you knew i was gonna ask i probably so message the victorian <laughs> yes the, the victorian theory how come we only see ghosts that are old you don't see anybody mm -hmm. in nike sweats and a juicy couture sweatshirt you oh see God. them, and you do. And I, but what's even stranger? Wrong, I think I'm waiting for the day a ghost pops before. up. Like, hey, boo! <laughs> I actually have an answer for you. Oh, so back in the 1800s, people were way, way, way more in tune with their spirituality than we are sure. now. Good point. Like literally, like seances. That word comes from what people did in the early 1800s. For fun. Everyone was doing it. It was the rave of the town. A uh, prime example of people that became rich off of it is the Fox sisters. Everyone knows them as the people who now do the like the clicking of the ankles that make mm -hmm. tapping noises. Blah. I can actually do it with my my toes, but it's fucked up. <laughs> it has. I have to be like. It's usually after hockey and stuff like that. I can do it really well. <laughs> when your joints are mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I do um, my knuckles. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, 
people for people forget this that people were way more in touch with their spirituality and like not saying that people aren't are now, now but yeah. it's it's different there's so many different thoughts we're being there. diluted now if you ask me so, so dumb, then, what, don't <laughs> we see like back in the back in the day even farther back i'm talking like egyptian roman they were they they didn't they didn't have most of them didn't even believe about God or they didn't, but they believed in spirits and that they were spirits yeah. and that yeah. it had yeah. this whole nother exactly. level. And yet we don't see them. Mm. We don't see natives walking, you know, like spirits. We see the same I think they do see them. 1890 ghost. Mm. Sorry, 1890 ghosts, but I'm ready to see somebody else. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you've seen on the ghost Indians investigations, they do have people from other countries, native Americans, you know, you'll You'll hear our buddy Z, you know, Z-A-K, he'll, he'll learn a couple native words and he'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. Or like, shut up. <laughs> but he's but like, because he have... knows like, yeah. And then they get some weird drums or a voice or something like that. They talk about, sh- they talk about shadows. They talk about drums, but you never see a full body apparition that is Mm-mm. super duper old or super new. I wonder if it's because like during that time period, it was like you are in tune with your spirituality but at the same time it's probably more of a religious thought than it is like a supernatural thought it's not even that it's what i think it was is people back then literally believed in ghosts like everyone really? believed in ghosts yeah because i was gonna like relate it to the fact they believed that it's in like... witches they believed in all of this stuff they believed it was real they believed like what we are yeah. now trying to I guess it's just like such a, a, like, a weird window, you know what I they mean? They live their life knowing that when they die, they're most likely going to become a ghost and their ancestors are going to try to talk to them. And like, it's not, we're not saying that there thought. isn't like ghosts in other time periods that you see, because that does happen. Oh, right. But it's that realistic. Happens. Like, I think we're being really realistic when it's like, yeah, it almost seems like there is a legit like 1850 to 19, like 75, 50. 85, basically. Yeah is about the time period that we get a lot of. And it's like, why Why is it just stuck in that, like, reverse mode? I think it's the 60s. Because you don't see ghosts walking around in mod dresses Mm-mm. or, you know, it's it's always the same era. And I find it just, it, it was a really interesting was a revolutionary article. time in, like, the human culture as yeah. a one. Well, like, there you know, was a lot of technology can be in the fact that When you are, when you die... There may be, for whatever reason, uh, because we're consistently seeing this, there may be a bit of what we'll is called a waiting period, however you want to look at that, where once you die, because time is irrelevant once you pass, you, you know, yeah. 100 years could be like a minute to you. Mm-hmm. So when you die, Civil War, I've talked to her about this, where Civil War soldier, you know, <laughs> looking at a modern ghost, like, why do you look so weird? Because he thinks he just died, if he knows he died at all. So um, I think that hearing this, I'm like, well, what if there's just this period when a spirit from this perspective is unaware and then finally it clicks like, wait a minute, where am I? Well, and that's what the theory the eras that we're seeing nowadays is from the 1800s to the 50s, Shit. whatever. They're finally, there's a, there's a gap. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if we take 2023 in 2000 and, you know, 2190, we'll say, they're gonna see 2023 ghosts. They're gonna see so. them skimpy dresses and titties out, and just, <laughs> right? You know, all the side models on Instagram. Is that the case? No, but that's just my thoughts on could it be? I, I, you I know, think is there always a gap between? Like it makes that, sense that there's like, like so basically just so I'm, like the window keeps moving forward, right? 
Yeah, so like right, that's essentially it. Time after you die, it's for some people it might click sooner than others, but like once you've been dead for a hundred years, you go, well, I've had here. my fill. I'm here. There wasn't now. I'm realizing that all these people that have come in over the years asking to talk to me, it's because I died. It's not because right. right. Something, gone. Something's not right, and I'm finally realizing it. And that's mm-hmm. when they become aware. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. There was an excellent oh article. God, no. um, excellent article in Paranormality Magazine, which I tried to find. If you guys don't ha- or have that magazine, I've never it's heard really of good. it, to be honest. It's really good. I happen to have them next to me because I was looking for it. It's they great. Sponsor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I know and they did an ex- excellent article on it. And that was their theory. And they talked about the movie Ghost. So mm. essentially, like, he dies. He has to figure out that he's dead. And then he has to figure out how to touch things. And yeah. move things so it was essentially that but you know long instead of that and that's why we're seeing these edwardian spirits mm-hmm. and i was like it just blew my mind yeah, i had never like, thought about that before cracked the door open just a little bit more to like oh my perception is so fucking skewed now because i was like on that like that blind path of like here's that's here's cool. what i think here's what's mm-hmm. really going on and here's what we don't know <laughs> Because it seems like there's so much more. I mean, like, yeah, a lot of people died during that time because there was, you know, TB and whatnot. But there's yeah, a lot of murder and bad death now, too. Like, I think how come we're not seeing the Middle that? East, especially? Like, I wonder what that's going to yeah. be like in the paranormal scene. And, As, it's violent. and I know it's very fucked up to, like, talk about it because there is an ongoing conflict all over sure, the Middle conflict. East and, whatnot, and even in Europe. But it's true. It, it's energy. It is. It's people's raw emotions just being poured out is, into locations. I mean, just for example, like, I mean, really, the only war scene that we could go to here that kind of even shows that that's relevant at all, it's Gettysburg. Like yeah. people oh, want to go soldiers and yeah, and it's moments active. of the battle for years and years and years mm-hmm. now. So like, mm-hmm. I swear those videos that I because that's what i do in my spare time is <laughs> the videos that they have where you can tell it's dark or it's like dust it's like dusk mm. and all of a sudden you can see and hear you can hear someone playing flute you can hear somebody playing the drum and yeah. all of a sudden you can tell and it looks you can't tell the exact outline of the person but you can you know what it is like mm. oh my god i want that that's the goal as of much all as this. we always like hate on the GA of the ghostly adventures, right. they, did, they did catch some very interesting FLIR evidence at Gettysburg, which looked like a soldier in full garb with a rifle, which I thought that was super interesting. You, It is possible to fake it. And, but mm-hmm. if they didn't fake it, that is some really cool evidence. Like that's some it cool is. Because those drums sound very specific, and those flutes should would sound very specific. Same thing. And if you're playing rebelly on a trumpet, you like you can tell what that is. You know exactly what it is, exactly. And I and I was blown away because <clears throat> if they faked it, like you said, there's so many things that they would have to do. But it's so it's mm-hmm. modern day, so it's yeah. not that hard to fake. Trick the cameras, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of hand. I, I just learned about After Effects. That program, oh, shit. you can do the most insane so things you would ever think of in that mm-hmm. program. So Let's like, just say yeah. EVPs are never going to look the same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's... learn a new skill, right? <laughs> yeah. 
like that's that's the funny part too like ghosts like in general i think there's a very good point to be made that yep if i go into my afterlife and i'm like i said i was gonna fucking haunt somebody i'm gonna fucking do it and i'm like smack damn it smack damn it find you i'm going to work at that shit i'm not giving up until i have achieved that goal (laughs) to the end of time exactly i will watch the world burn until i can flip that fucking cup over you're like looking at your clock you're like uh, I still got a million years before my yeah, day. Yeah, plenty of time. Dan <laughs> <laughs> Patty had a good question earlier that I was reading. Reincarnation, you know, like reincarnation dreams. Like, what do you? How do you guys feel about that? And like, do you think that it does play into like our spiritual afterlife, or do you think it's more of just like a no? It there your spirit, and then you get ground back up into the cosmos it, stuff, I, and then put back in. I think it goes hand in hand. Like, honestly, like it it, it goes into what I said earlier about how back in the day, people believed in ghosts, probably knew that they were going to become a ghost. Reincarnation is the same thing. So like, if you're, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm meant to be a tiger (laughs) or whatever it is. Like likely your spirit might go on and be that thing. So it's like a man. It's like a mixture of manifestation and reincarnation. So you're telling me I used to be a dung beetle. I was just thinking, like, if I'm at my dying life moment and I'm just like immortal. Well, that's true. And if I'm going through my brain, you know, like, and like the last couple of things that are firing in your brain while you're like passing is like what you get stuck on in your next life. I really hope I'm not thinking of something stupid. No, I'm going to be like, (laughs) get me out of here. (laughs) I'm ready to go. I just get me out of here. But I'm torn. Yeah. Because I have. I, I don't believe in reincarnation, and yet I have a few things that stick out in my life that make me go, "Well, then what the heck is that?" Yeah, like that you know, make like sense. yeah, Irrational like when I told theory. my parents I was ninety nine when I was like four. Thank you. Like rational stories of like these little kids that will recount these entire lives that they actually go find yeah. the historical records to. There so I don't believe in it either, but I'm like, that's really some weird. Of the real ones though, like some of the ones. My name was Jacob, and I worked in a lighthouse in New Hampshire. And you're like, okay, and kid, and then they go research. You're like, oh my god, there was a guy named Jacob. And, you know, he had three fingers and the kid remembered he had three fingers yeah. or something. He had a yeah. whiskey fetish and he died of like liver cirrhosis. <laughs> and the kids like says it and you don't even know the kid knows. how. I have never school. heard alcoholism called a whiskey fetish before. That's a whiskey fetish. <laughs> <laughs> never. I would like to announce that that's what I, I currently <laughs> it is. The, it is the like the, the very like PC like tame term. Right, whiskey, whiskey fetish. fetish. It sounds like a band. Yes, that's a great fetish. band name. No, I have, and for me, I think when I, because I, my my parents said that I I would say that when I was little, but that, and I remember having the same dream over and over and over again for years, probably until I was almost thirty, of the same house, and I'm wearing the same like blue purpley dress and i'm in this old house like where did that come from i i just i don't know it's you weird know what else would be really interesting hold that thought okay i was gonna keep on going on this trying one. to get to it right we gotta to go it. back for a second we'll come back to this so with like the past life thing i think sometimes like people's irrational fears like why do you fear this thing that you've never experienced before like is heights. it because of something that happened mm-hmm. in your past life like I have a rational theory of heights. 
I, I don't have any reason right. to be Where scared. Where did it come from? I've never had yeah. a fall that I got hurt or like, you know, something that would correlate to having that type of fear. But like, mm-hmm. I've always kind of thought like, maybe my past life is a parachute jumper from World War II. And something happened. Maybe his parachute didn't deploy correctly. Oof, that's like, scary. Yeah, because like it happened to a lot of, a lot it, of uh, men that jumped from those planes. Their parachutes malfunctioned and they died. I bet you were a guy named Jacob that owned a lighthouse and he fell off the top <laughs> and you had three fingers. Like, I'm just saying, like, it, it's no, it, it makes like, sense. Like, cause we have, well, yeah. and psychology says, you know, if you have for like me, like, I don't know, I have something silly as jumping up onto a curb. I will, I will like overthink the crap out of it because I yeah. think I'm going to fall. Why? why what makes my brain do that mm-hmm. it, then they then they track it to all kinds of things when yeah you're and they'll up. try to point it out and suss it out to this and that and the other thing but realistically mm-hmm. could it be something more supernatural it may be yeah i don't think it maybe it was i was it walking so hard to get her to break the law i'll tell you what she has to break down every aspect of <laughs> like whoa, look we're whoa, just whoa. gonna rob the bank it's really easy <laughs> no don't rob a bank it's with not me as easy as you think hon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will break down the full like as if I have done it before. But what if? <laughs> but what if? But what if? But what if? So like, think about it like this too. Like kids, they're more susceptible to supernatural and you know like encounters with what I would say are like paranormal encounters of whatever kind. But like how my daughter knew my mom before she could ever have known about her. Yeah, bring that up was odd. Well, what if these kids that are bringing these past life stories? are actually like instead of just like the cognizant remembrance of that because like who what four-year-old is just going to remember like you know like super super clear details like yeah sometimes yeah. a four-year-old gets out really cool shit that i'm like i don't know how to <laughs> like, do that but like <laughs> yeah. when you get down to like the tea the date like that shit my kid will tell me yeah that happened last night three weeks ago and it's like dude that was not yesterday that was a long time ago like it's and usually they're like gone yeah it's very easy to mix those but then when you get these kids that are coming forward and like i was named tom yeah, <laughs> and i was born in 1932 and it's like and whoa, my whoa, 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 whoa. Name was betty yeah and i lived in tulsa oklahoma yeah you're like, like where did you get this from and then <laughs> then you gotta like think about it maybe that like he's being fed that information by the spirit that wants to like communicate with somebody or get the like who he was back into the ether and back into somebody's like reality so that like he gets more energy or power or something because i feel like that also has to do with it a little bit maybe i don't so, know because think about I like big a, locations too people say they're super active everybody talks right. about it he's smart I, I have a couple stories of things that when i tell normal people they immediately think that i'm just crazy and nuts so i don't tell them anymore yeah whack this is the perfect environment to tell that right. um so in relation, and it answers your question, is when I was a kid, um, I do you remember the space shuttle um, was Columbia? It blew mm-hmm. up. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, for some reason, I was always a hyper kid. I was kind of a weird kid, but I was also, I was still fairly normal. But for yeah. some reason, um, and side note, I do come from a religious family. I'm religious, for lack of a better term. I think it's a stupid word. But um, there's, there's a reason I mentioned that. For some reason, I felt like when we saw that on the news, I broke down in tears and I thought I knew somebody on that space shuttle. 
And Whoa. I had set on the fact that I knew someone on that space shuttle and it really broke my heart. It upset me. Uh, wow. we'd be in the back of the pickup and my brother would be listening to his little Walkman or whatever. And I would just like get all upset and, and I'd start because the song would, you know, kick in emotion, yeah, trigger that emotion. There was something wrong with me. And so at some point I had an encounter, which I've had multiple, but, um, at some point, my folks said something is wrong with Mike. So they brought me in and they talked to me and I started getting really weird about the whole thing. And my dad was like, you know, so you let us pray for you. And my mom and dad were like, I was like, yeah, it's okay. You know, so we started, they started praying for me and I suddenly snapped into this other existence and reality that was. You know, when you close your eyes, you see black, but this was literally a place that was black. I was in a place. And while they're doing this, all of a sudden I see this like large black oak tree. And it's weird to explain how I could see black on black on black, right. actually. But and it had nothing on the leaves. It was all dead. And all of a sudden there was a demon that appeared and he was all black. I remember exactly the details of him. Beak, yellow eyes, claws, very evil looking. And as they were praying, he was getting very upset. And when they, of course, said the name of Jesus, he screamed bloody murder and went and hid behind the tree. And then they they could tell something's wrong. So they were praying more fervently. And all of a sudden, he just disappeared. And I felt I couldn't support myself anymore. I'm nine years old. I can't really, you know, embellish and think of this stuff too deeply. Right. I'm just a kid. So, and when I came back up, and stood up and they kind of got me i was sweaty and they were worn out it was a very energy draining experience i was fine nothing ever happened again so it was very much a demonic presence that you hear about demonic possessions but there's also demonic oppressions and there's also trickery and so a lot of these things i think the reason i tell that story is because we have to again be careful that when we hear these things are like how does this six-year-old kid know this information I don't know. It may not be devious, but we have to keep the possibility open that, as I say, if there is a spiritual world and there are ghosts, people say they see angels, they say they see demons. When you hear all this, you say there is a spiritual world around us, no matter where you believe religiously, even if you just believe that, you know, just on the fact of like, I believe in spiritual stuff, um, wherever you come from that then those experiences I've had, I've had more than one. Other people will tell you their story. They've had those kind of things. So when little kids or someone says, I remember when I was an Egyptian, we have to be careful to say, is that really something that could be the case? Or is someone being fed this just to keep them in a state of confusion and mess with their mind and mess with their life? Because if you're looking at a demonic presence, that is what they're all about. They hate us. They just want to pick at us and screw with us and make us not be well balanced and happy in life. So they give you these weird little things and stories. And then what happens is you become hyper-focused on this weird little thing and your rest of your life starts not going well because you can't focus on having a normal life. So that's just another viewpoint on it. Something I personally went through, but it's something I think hearing this stuff, we should share with others to just be careful when you hear these things that are unbelievable and how could that be maybe it's this mm-hmm. maybe it is but it could also be something that's not good you know uh, feeding this information to a little child so, right anyway. i totally think memories can be passed on from mm-hmm. person to person and they're going through that whole thing of you know dna memory and i mean it's right. the whole concept of the assassin's creed video game series but yeah it's, it's there's something to be said about things 
being so ingrained into a person that it can be passed down, you know, through DNA, RNA into future generations. So there's that scientific aspect of it as well. But like, look at um, I like think athletes too is a good example. Really good I I, I could read your mind, dude. It's wild how like you'll get generations of family that will play in the highest level of the sport. It, that is like a one percent. I see it in my own family. Like mm-hmm. my mom, when she was my age, was extremely athletic. Like she was a state champion, uh, track star at her high school, and got invited to go uh, try out for the Olympic team and stuff. When she was straight out of high school, had a full ride straight to Central Michigan for track. So like you know, yeah. my mom was very athletic, and like here I am, like I play hockey my whole life and. I think some of that could also just be passed down culturally because you do take your parents' genetics and if they're a pretty athletic person, you're going to probably generally have those athletic traits. And then, you know, we know how people are like football family, football, football, (laughs) and then everything is football for the next generations after that. So the first little gift little grandbaby gets is a little stuff football. So they grow up football, football. It's the same thing. So probably being from an athletic family, you're going to be a little more focused on athleticism and doing those kind of things. And you have her traits. So you're probably going to be a runner. You're going to have more longevity and stamina. And like like if you swing that into the paranormal aspect of it, if you let your kid know that there is a supernatural phenomena that does happen around and it's not super malicious very often, as long as you like pay attention and you're smart about it. Yeah. I don't think it's that. They'll say there's a ghost. Yeah. Out of the question. Where it's like, actually, I did notice that because I'm a kid and I see everything. How is he yeah. explain something you can't explain? That you, that too, like, how the fuck do you word what you can't? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> how do you talk about such things that don't have their own words? Literally. And I think something that's something that we as investigators of all kind of have to also remember a little bit is, um, we are the people that will go to the edge and ask those questions, but we have to also remember. Again, everything's my opinion that yeah. there are just some things we're not meant to know that we will yeah, never that's find the out. Other thing, like you know, and that's tough because we want to know, you know. But exactly. at the end of the day, you and all your fellow ilk and everyone in the future, if your kids do it in the future, there's mm-hmm. never going to be an answer found because ultimately, we weren't supposed to have that much knowledge because that could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. So we never yeah. learned. We have that concrete evidence and knowledge of all of this. And what do you say? You know, like what do you do? Like, do you <laughs> then, then, yeah, then it's all over with at that point. Like, the, the, um, the excitement, the, like, the strive to, you know, like, continue to, like, better human everything. ascension. I think that's <laughs> honestly, yeah, it kind of feels like that. Cause, like, once you figure it out, then they're going to try to innovate on that. They're going to try to make it mm-hmm. better. They're going to try to, like, find the immortal elixirs. They're going to do everything in their power to live it. longer. found a youth that's in Florida. Well, I think history is already immortal. It's been in Florida, hasn't it? That- <laughs> When we get too high, how do you explain Florida? (laughs) I think when we get too high in human society, we've seen in history repeatedly Mm -hmm. that society has crumbled in on itself. We've lost Atlantis. Uh, You know, you hear about the Tower of Babel. The humans coming way too together and building this tower to the sky. Yeah, Um, yeah. You hear about these other cultures and things that you know. All of us probably believe that we had a very high technological culture at a very, very long time ago, and we Mm -hmm. lost. And I think that that's going to continue to happen is when we push just to this brink, 
of, okay, it's a little too much. We're going to, for whatever reason you see it, we're going to crash and we're going to lose it and we're going to restart again. Good one. Yeah. They still they haven't have, really found them. Yeah. They have, like, we did a whole episode on it too. And it's so fascinating. Like, there is no reason that they should have had the agricultural, the like stonework and masonry, the, the precise cutting, aqueduct, the calendars, the astronomy, like, no reason that they should have had any of that. But and now yet, we have Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but yet all that's there, and they're gone, and now we have such a diluted pool in a hot pot, like that we just can't figure anything out anymore. Mayan cultures are extremely interesting. For one, they're obsessed with afterlife. Two, they were all obsessed with power. They literally yeah. wiped each other out for centuries and centuries. Just for power. They wanted to be powerful than the last. <laughs> and what and happened to them? Like, Where are they? Kitsunitsa did it twice. It's one of the only like That's civilizations crazy. that arrived as the most powerful, was taken down, and then, and rose, then rose back, back to back. power. But That's now crazy. with what is it? The Maya, I believe it's the Mayan culture. We can find no, nobody. We can't find them. Yeah, the yeah. Tracers, there's just they're very, nowhere. Very few actual descendants. Yeah, of the, the tracks just end, and it doesn't make yep. any sense. Yes, you can say population disbursement and other like factors that could have gone into it, like droughts and seasonal the spanish flu inquisition all of that did happen in those times but but they're not finding the bodies yeah why do we have no traces of any evidence nor do we have any written or any like accounts really of anything relating to that culture the uh, the incas and the aztecs too yeah just gone most it is they went to another planet you know another really good reason to like but all of them (laughs) <laughs> like what the fuck is going on with all these pyramids and the ones that they're finding all around the world too now the ones that are like in like the himalayas and shit like what the fuck mm-hmm. is that I found something weird in michigan too and like mm-hmm. flint they found this like weird thing inside of a tree it was on tiktok so i don't know how but, like, it is but it looks wouldn't, like- <laughs> wouldn't you like just just hear me out wouldn't you if if you were creating this mega structure that took a long time to build maybe centuries would you not want to engrave the purpose of it into something or you know like if it's in morium to someone why is it not like more like say what it represents yeah or why was it not passed down through the generations that have come like past like i don't understand where we don't know what the sphinx is we don't know why the pyramids are there we don't know how they were built they are mega structures that are older than we think they are by far and there's no information and any history I think the Sphinx is some sort of weird art thing, you know, like yeah, I just, I do think it's like um, how Anubis and the dogs and like how like they're like the, I think they're the guardians to the, the afterlife or mm-hmm. something. Right. I think that's what that is. That, that to yeah, me makes the symbolism, make it right. But like you say it's a cat. Well, maybe but you it's just plop it out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it's a cat. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like they constantly melded humans with some sort of mm. animal, but it just seems like a piece of art that they just it, plopped out. It's so highly unlikely though, that somebody was just like, fuck it. Let's put it up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. I, I worked for a city for a short time and I'm telling you, that is literally what they did with a lot of their art in the cities because they have a certain kind of budget. And if they don't oh, spend no. that money every year, they go, do we got to surplus like, We got to get through the budget. Just if they don't up. spend that money the next year, they lose that amount for the next year. So let's say oh. they have fifty thousand dollars. So they yeah. say, "Hey, we got fifty thousand dollars to spend. We only spent forty. Next year, they're only going to get forty thousand. 
So that is why you will see art pop up. So they're like, the put, up, the put up a sphinx. <laughs> so yeah. so it literally could be the same concept of when you say they much like, screw it, let's put it up. They might. I mean, that's what we did. I was there for the process when they were like, we're just going to use the transportation fund for the city bus system. They had a surplus. They said, we're going to start putting art up around the city and use that money so we can get that money again next year. That is so, ridiculous. Yeah. Species of individuals we, will say, screw it. Let's just put it up. <laughs> the truth isn't out there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I feel like but the thing is, too, is the more people that. ascend um, and become better, whether it's humans or aliens, whatever species you are, you ascend to that next mental plateau and become almost eruditic, then yeah. you lose ego in the process. So they may not have felt the need to tell us who they were because they're like, we don't have that ego. We all yeah, know what it is. So why would we brag about it? You know, the thought process of the future back then, too, is like they didn't care. Like they didn't they look didn't care that, what the earth was going to be like in a hundred years. Uh -uh. They didn't care. They're living, they were living more in the moment and pleasing their gods and all of that than they were. Oh, thinking brain. about what's going to happen in the future. Like yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, what? Freaking <laughs> Caesar would show up and kill them all. Like, yeah, like any, like literally anybody from anywhere that has any type of sailing capability is gonna come and fuck your land up, dude. Because <laughs> I want you know, might show up. The who know the Persians like they, they didn't know like they could be in a war tomorrow. So it was it was now. It didn't matter. By the way, you were talking about the pyramids they're finding all over the planet. Mm -hmm. And have you seen the reports that these pyramids are actually lining up with the other pyramids across the globe? So they're mm -hmm. very lined up. And when Ooh. you start looking at stuff like that, like concrete building blocks that we use to build a building, they're pyramid shaped. So if you Holy start thinking shit. of the planet Earth could basically be if they are all exactly the same, uh -huh. was this possibly going to be the core that they were going to build a larger structure around the entire planet Holy and shit. have a giant ship, basically an earth ship or something. Oh, yeah. That's just my thoughts. Okay, back to you. What if it took off? <laughs> yeah. They're like, they bailed. They said, fuck this place, dude. They're yeah. Like, They're like, nah, we don't, we don't really like this place. Frog. The story of the Anunnaki says they did show up and leave, and they will be back. Yeah, again. and they used us for their mining capabilities, and we rose up against them, and then they're like, fuck this, I'm out. That's, <laughs> that was the thing about the Anunnaki, was we were just supposed to be a gas station. We were supposed to be a waypoint yep. like many other planets, and they subjected the people of those planets, you know, we're assuming, because they did it supposedly to us, to, you know, keep this place going for them. And ultimately, they were just going to use us as little stop-off points while they traveled around the universe. So, but it, Stargate actually did a very good job when they showed the pyramid and the ship landing on top of that pyramid, parking on it. I was like, "That's genius," because that could be another concept of why we have those all over the planet, so they could come back exactly. the angle they want, just that's, park on top of it. That's so interesting, you know? Because, like, realistically, we don't really know what space travel is or what it what its parameters are we will never get to the edge of our solar system in our lifetimes we will never know what's past a certain point in the universe i, I honestly think going to mars is the worst decision humankind and, would ever make. unless you can legitimately teleport you are going to waste the entirety of your life to get to a get there that yeah needs to be terraformed and it takes centuries to terraform a planet to make it habitable 
unless or, we are unless we start doing what I just mentioned the Anunnaki supposedly did and I've told her I said I believe that in the future the moon is going to be a launch point and a warehouse yep. so we're going to run all the supplies up to the moon and yep. just start storing and then we're going to we're going to send a team of builders and their families and all that big biospheres all that to really build the moon up the moon is then going to be where we launch from there to Mars to save that gap of space from Earth yep. and they're going to have fuel there everything they need then they're going to send that trip to Mars now, once you start getting enough trips moving back and forth, it's just nonstop. And they're yeah. going to send a group of people and builders and doctors, all the essential people and their families. And then they will colonize once it's built up and ready to go. It will take a long time, but technology also moves faster as we move through time. So, yeah. I think it's so really the future, to be honest. I don't think it's going to they, work out. They've the talked way about the like that like electromagnetic like tether sling thing that they can like launch. I've seen that. Yes, yeah, it's like it's, around it's, the planet. Yeah, it's, yeah, yep, yep. And they've been testing it, and it's like that's fucking crazy, dude. Like you're literally just a lot of gas and energy. Shit. Yeah. And then once you break the atmosphere, then you launch. So it's like, mm -hmm. oh, the capabilities now have actually just changed. Because if you send that into like some type of like catch, you know, like a catch that floats in the atmosphere right where it, it breaks through. And then you also sling it again. I feel like space travel is one of those things, though. Like the element of human error is so, so high. much higher. Look at Apollo 13, a catastrophic dude. failure. Like Apollo 13 is a perfect example of like human yeah of a nasty like maybe with the advancements in ai like it becomes more of a possibility because we could first test like with robots that could like say like we make a robot that only functions if it's able to receive the like oxygen that would keep a human alive so we send that first get the ai to read all of the data for us and like analyze the situation like yes it's habitable like if you do it this way you can do it so it writes the formula for us. And then I mean you could send these bots who are, you know, Boston dynamic type robots with AI technology intelligence. You could send them out there to do all the building. And once it's the biosphere is built, then they could send back the signal to say, We're ready, send a test team out. And then after that, you start sending people. But we wouldn't even have to send humans at this point. Just send the robots and they have the schematics and they start building with the tools they have. So I have a spooky thought. That's for you fucking guys. crazy. We just fucking so, do something open right there. Well, think about this, dude. What if, since we don't even have the capabilities of searching our complete oceans yet, like going mm -hmm. to the very like bottom said, of certain yeah. parts of the oceans, what if there is some type of chamber down there that we don't know about that houses a very, very highly intelligent biomechanical AI intelligent sentient being that is waiting for us to have terraformed this planet from start to exact peak moment when their species can come and just take over. Are they going to come out of that little door that's in the bottom of the No, trench? no, no. It's like <laughs> once that trench. beacon is lit, it's like the lantern's lit, you know, like we said. <laughs> the but then Gondor like, has called for aid. The, the beacons are lit. AI, like biomechanical, like nanobot technology that replicates itself and continues to like grow and like, you know uh, what I mean? Uh, like, like, like taking sentience and it's like, we did all the work. It's just doing what it wants now. It's like, I don't know. That that possibility's lived in my brain. So they're right hanging here. out down there in Agartha in the, the hollow earth. 
Drinking mimosas just just dormant. Just, nope. Just turn I'll be eating tea and, like, and crumpets no, in stuff heaven with Davidson by this time. No, they still <laughs> didn't get down here. Like they haven't figured out how to fucking. They're just sitting down there hanging out with King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're living in Hollow Earth. Yep, I mean, yep. I don't. I really don't think it's that like weird of like a possibility. Because like if we if we really like if we subjectively look at the blanket right now that's over like disclosure and these weird UAPs and all these accounts of just anomalous like like people getting extracted from their homes and having these wild experiences, I don't think it's that out of the realm of possibilities that there are like literally like black sighted safe spots for alien like type of craft or remote like spots where we just legitimately cannot get to. i think humans are front more door in contact with aliens than we <laughs> even believe that we are like i feel like there is people that have already made first contact and they're oh, like oh, yeah probably working in cahoots with these these aliens but it's like a so like, what, what it would be driven by that's what gets me is like what is obviously money's involved but why the aliens I, wouldn't give a fuck well, about our money. I know you're going to hate this like pivot too, but it's like, if we look at like what it looks like politics will one day go towards is like a unified one instead of many groups. Oh, they're pushing for that hard. Yeah. One yeah, world government. Like, you know. I wonder if all of that is like going to like culminate into like, Hey, it is a arms race to be at that pinnacle at that point. And if we have the capabilities of using extraterrestrial weaponry, infrasound laser beam technology, teleportation and super soldiers that are literally bioengineered aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that sounds like a terrible sci-fi movie. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what movie does that, does that, that sounds like what Independence Day. <laughs> it does. I think the aliens. Hit, hit it. I was I like, this sounds like a movie plot. If we have contact with aliens, assuming that they are more advanced than us, I think that they have come to help us poor little monkeys, basically, and they've offered their technology for help medical technological advances, construction, mm. whatever. Um, I I probably figured that if they have probably told the governments involved that they have seen, Hey, you are the big three or big four that are in power. We're yeah. going to work with. I swear to God, if you use these for weapons, we're going to annihilate your planet. You know, I think that that's probably an agreement they have is if you start trying to use this for weaponry until we decide um, that's going to be a problem. We're here to help, you know? Yeah, However, right. if you start getting into the whole thought of the galactic council, that's been talked about, have you heard about that? Yeah. They yeah, have part did a great episode on they that. Have okay. a I figured you would like, designated like representative of mankind mm, yeah when there's like finally do alien races out there and like most of them are nice some are you know they don't really care and there's like seven really jerky ones that want to destroy us so there's yeah. a secret war going on to protect the little like i said the little earth monkey yeah right there's now. different factions on different outsides and <laughs> they it's like it's a round table monthly overlooking the moon <laughs> no joke dude I don't even doubt that, honestly. I want. I, I mean, even Buzz Aldrin said that when he went to the moon, they call him crazy. But they're like, he's like, oh yeah, there's ships on the dark side of the moon, and we were yeah, told to never come back there. That so. once again, that's another great point. We have never been shown a legitimate picture of the dark side of the moon. Not like a you even go to the moon, and you can hear about that on Creepy Confidential. <laughs> yeah, you can hear about that with our interview with Bart Snibrell too. You could smash those together back to back, and it's like, right? man, now you got two perspectives, <laughs> right? Really get your opinion on it. Yeah, I, but it's, it's so fascinating to me too because it's like we we see in orbit too, like 
there will be accounts of people with their telescopes seeing things out there that are floating that they'll be like, I can't make any markings on this. I don't know what it is. And then the government will just be like, oh, that's just, uh, you know, a satellite that's floating around. Well, what if it's not just a satellite? It's like debris from some type of like space base or something that we just don't know is there and sustain damage because uh, like space weather. I don't know. I hear that it's pretty fucked up out there sometimes. So, you know, I, like I don't know, I've seen enough movies to know that there are meteorites, that there are fucking solar flares, that there is like gravity <laughs> and gravity's fucked up. I'm going to make a statement that I have to be very careful about what I say being former U.S. military security <laughs> forces. Um, I worked at a site that has a radar site that is very big. It's many stories tall, like 10 stories tall. And there's three of them in the world and they're aimed at a specific country that we don't tend to get along with a lot. But uh, <laughs> the, I was in there doing patrols and whatnot. And I talked to one of the guys and I'm going to have to be vague about this, but I'll give you this little bit. And he was talking to me and he said, you know, our system can track this size object, we'll say. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can believe that. He goes, yeah, we can track this way. Common knowledge. But he said, it's not what we can track. He's like, oh. we can track this size. Now I heard specifics and I'm not, I can't repeat. I'm not going to yeah, repeat. We, that's about, all, that's about all I can give you. But just understand like everything you're saying. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> when I they're out there seeing things, we're definitely seeing things that are not just through space. They're yeah, off, see, I know? don't doubt that even a little bit. So, and then it also you wonder too, like again, is our front door locked? Maybe I want to check. And then just through the windows. But like maybe like some of these like crafts that we see aren't necessarily like like you know like metallic crafts that are being piloted. Maybe that those like craft like things are actually entities that just are adaptable predatorial exactly like these fucking space manatees that are just floating around and just like <laughs> fuck it i'm gonna go check this place out now i've been pond hopping you know like this looks like a cool place to land for a little bit and then i'm out or or they're like oh this is that earth dog this that crazy i heard this shit popping <laughs> <laughs> well that that's what's weird though is that so i i had this another hair-brained idea speaking of satellites and tracking things and i was on my way to west virginia and i was like like sort of looking up things are that are in west virginia that maybe i could go to or look at and i wandered upon the green bank telescope and i don't know if you've ever heard of it it is the largest radio telescope mm -hmm. in the world and it and is in fancy. West Virginia. Yep. And then I want started to correlate. Well, what the heck are, why? What are they why, looking exactly. at? Exactly. Why? It is a why government funded program mm -hmm. to track potential communication with extraterrestrial, extraterrestrials. Yep. And so, so this next week, just so whoever's watching is going to get to know um, this episode that we got coming up is me and my harebrained idea trying to figure out why this telescope that we've had in random West Virginia, what the heck has it been listening to? And why is it all of a sudden do we have Mothman, Flatwoods Monster, Green oh, Bay Telescope, Telescope Collapse, Silver Bridge Collapse, all happened within a relatively short period of time. That's I'm a 
blow your mind of something that you might not know about and you might know about. Okay. So I don't remember the exact year, but there it was when vinyls got really big. Mm-hmm. Well, they recorded a message for aliens on a vinyl and they sent it to space. And oh, it's yeah. been traveling through space for I don't even know how long. Just playing. Was it the vinyl. signal? Just playing. Yeah, this, is it the the wow signal? I think so. Is Something that what like it's called? That, yeah. And that's but that's what they've been trying to do. That's what they've been trying to do. So initially, the when you read about this telescope, that's what I thought it was. It yeah. was we're gonna send signals out and we're gonna see what happens. Yeah, like it's like a ping, right? Like at yeah. least that's what I would imagine. But that's not what's happening. And it's broken down into multiple different programs, one of mm-hmm. which our frenemy Zuckerberg is part of. Uh, and they're essentially trying to track all of the um oh like stars there's there's like all these different yeah, they're stars mapping. to see if there's something communicating back to them um and then they have another one oh now i have it written down i have to try and remember <laughs> of course i have everything written down you guys know <laughs> so they have all these programs right breakthrough listen is what the one is called oh shit Break- Breakthrough message, breakthrough star shot, um, and breakthrough watch, all part of the same program. That's and cool. a- apparently, it's also, I was reading this interesting book, it's also a government cover up for like spies. Yeah, government it never covers anything up. <laughs> they do a terrible <laughs> job of it. Do that. They yeah, just I redirect. Just, I find it very. I was like, of course, you always, you it's know, I don't know about you guys. I think about random things when I'm driving. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, especially when you are a ways away. And then we mentioned that. And I was like, yeah, I do. I think that yes. they, I think we're, we've been listening and throwing things out there. Like the movie, was it the movie Contact? Yeah. Isn't that? It's basically it's, the exact premise. It's, re- it's real. And, you know, it's a government funded and it's, it's a current thing. It's a 10 year yeah. project. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in another country too they do they were doing something very similar and like Riley said too but they weren't they didn't like legitimately like just they weren't like monitoring it as hard they were just like I think projecting it and moving it every day yeah. to see if they could get something somewhere and, it, and I think this is the what's called the wow signal and one day when they shot it out there and they would record it back they got like a blip back that should not have happened and it was like the most incredible anomaly and the dude that was sitting there reading it out as it was coming out circled it and wrote wow on it and that's why they called it that and like i think it was like one of the only times they've ever gotten like a ping like that back and Mm -hmm. it's like what could that be then you know well there's a few of these radio telescopes in the world there's only a handful of them um but the biggest one is in west virginia why not Hmm. put it in new mexico these are literally radio cat balls radio cat balls yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what they are yeah we were just we were just talking about communication it just popped into my brain where i'm like i think uh, what would be what would we come through like what if something pings back at us one of these days or or we find something that's giving off a signal would Didn't it be we better just to go back recently we I did so. but i mean eventually it's gonna if it bounces off something it's going to come back it's just yeah. gonna take a long time to do it 
put a right. planet or something like that. Think about it How too. long does the message take to get back? And to yeah, if you establish this moon base and then you establish this Mars base, you can ping a lot farther and it'll come back a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, ooh, now we're really cooking with some fucking hot water. Like now we can do a <laughs> lot of different things. So now you're now you're seeing that it's not really about populating other planets, although that may happen. It's there is waiting. there is a um something in that vehicle that is the real purpose of why we do the things we do. And that's why we do a lot of the stuff we do. Sure, we'll do this thing we're telling you we're doing. It's over encompassing. Here's the big project. You're all involved. Great. There's a little seed in there of what the big guys really wanted to happen. You know, and that's exactly what you just said is a high possibility. Got reactivated too, you know, like why maybe why that happened. You know, we're gonna we're gonna let people move to other planets because it'd be good, blah blah blah, sure. But the six guys over in the side room are like, but what we're really doing is what you just said. You know, we want to extend our reach. So we're just need people out there to maintain that. That's so wild. I mean now now the space force actually makes a lot more sense instead of it just being a farce. And like, how far does well, it go after we go to the moon? Like, how much yeah. more advanced would we be at that point? Because I mean, that's got to be at least a hundred years from now. Well, I mean, and even like attempting to send as the farthest part goes to live to, anywhere. It's it's not like a, it's like I'm downing that at all because that is a legitimate. You have to start somewhere, and I think they have the foresight to know, like, hey, I think something's going on. Well, that's what I said in chat on your last show was despite how you may feel about the guy, you know, take that out of the equation. Mm-hmm. As soon as Trump became president immediately because he got the book of secrets you know they passed down all the stuff yep, to the like, president he immediately <laughs> established a space force because he's like he knew he you know i don't know why others have actually haven't done it sooner he yeah, knew what was really going on and the wheels are fucking going and so you know even you take all the politics out of it this guy was in charge he got all the secrets they told laid it all on the table and he said i want a space force immediately you know and so <laughs> You know, um, it's, I know a thing or two about Space Force is they're going to be huge, you know, but, but <laughs> God damn it, they're going to kick in the dog, yeah. they're going to throw a grenade, the dog's going to run in there, they're going to think, they're right, gonna right, die. yeah. <laughs> but that's, I, I, I noticed that, and I, again, being prior military, it's like, ooh, he established that thing and had it up and running in no time. And mm-hmm. I work with government now doing design work, and I have to add that on there, that Space Force stuff. Um, it's legit, it's not a very big branch, but like you said, it starts somewhere. But he knew that we needed to start it today. So in 100 years or something like that, we're already well established. We've got the protocols, the uniforms, how we handle things, you know, how they deal with situations. That's already out of the way, way back when we were doing it here in this time frame. So he was very forward thinking about that. And that's because he knows something we don't. He uh, He was exposed to information we maybe don't even need to know that said, it's time to go ahead and build the x-wings yeah you that's know? always so. been the question too is like what what defines the need to know you know i, I think mean? they what, have all those what protocols defines like place. to where the point where they're like okay mm-hmm. the public needs to know this or like they're they allowed don't. To certain know individuals now. do i don't like, think I the don't public needs to know much crap at all and actually i really don't i think that i think even we i think we accidentally stumbled upon how that like i think it's like the svalvard vault or vault or something where they house mm-hmm. all the seeds so like if, if there was yes. ever a complete yeah price, there don't fucking tell me there is not hundreds of different like server farms that back up all literature there's tons of safe safe, like you know like extremely high high profile like proto like proto fucking type alpha protocol like blacklist like well we don't want the library of alexandria to happen again 
exactly so like that stuff is probably already set in place if there is ever a like extinction level event or like some type of like extreme phenomena that like is going to like affect the course of the population for sure like there's no way that they don't have this all already put into place so like the, the fact that we saw the space force we see that you know like it almost like here's your breadcrumbs you know like you can do what you want with it but realistically i think i'm gonna draw the lines that like no this is real they are not telling you the full truth because they cannot let you know that hey if it all goes to shit like i'm sorry like we can't do anything about it like we know well, just the fact too be. that you know we can't there's there's a lot of bad actors out there in the world and mm-hmm. so for them to not know the things they could use for use for devious purposes to other citizens of the world we're not going to get to know it either we're curious. We're interested types of people. We want to know the answers. You were going to run into walls on some things. And I think that that's mm-hmm. actually a good thing. You know, we hear that a lot in our society now, but I have a right to know. No, you don't. You don't have a right to know crap. <laughs> uh, just the fact that we have a Freedom of Information Act is nice. But at the end of the day, when the government or the military says, just because we allow information to be given out, that could be detrimental to the safety and security of the people. You're not getting it. Yeah. That's why they redact everything. You know, yeah. <laughs> you get a whole 10 page document with three words on it. You know, there you go. <laughs> what if, what if so. this disclosure is too, is like the soft punch to the face because they're like, oh shit, dude, the mega cluster's coming. We yeah. have X amount of days and we're just going to like slowly roll out the fact there, that like you're all fucked. There are <laughs> comments that are like, I don't know if comments is the right word for it, but like meteors meteors that are are lined for like end of times like science. do you know how many meteors come by our planet and when they just miss the planet i go oh dang it's our fucking (laughs) math was off (laughs) holy shit guys we were wrong (laughs) it's coming it's coming all right (laughs) just fucking shaking as you're drinking your (laughs) (laughs) of course the ghosts are like we don't care already literal calculus like god damn but that's what i mean my brain immediately just goes to the fact that it's like we have the answers but we have to make the assumptions ourselves and make the leaps but yeah why would little joe schmo like me or you or any of us know what we shouldn't know but we should know but we shouldn't know unless we experience something ourselves which i think a lot of people actually now are able to come forward and be like i've experienced something no, yeah. you guys fuck. What the fuck is this? They can't keep it in the dark anymore. There's too many of us. Yeah. You know, I say know us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta be at least like twenty thousand paranormal streamers on every platform at this point that are all doing the same thing. And it and and there's still people that go, no, nah, that's all fake. There's still people filming Bigfoot on a potato. That too. I do think Bigfoot does exist, but to an extent that people are probably not willing to think about. Yeah, I think it's something that we're not willing to even comprehend. <laughs> Where it's like, it's, I think he's an interdimensional traveling I, being. At this point, I would put him on. Never get he's a primordial <laughs> being that has been here since the beginning of time and can go into pocket dimensions and is extraterrestrial. You guys it. are so. That's too deep for Bigfoot, guys. <laughs> Come on. Jeez, pops in and out like a cartoon character. That's why it probably we don't see the dead. He's like in and out. No. (laughs) So I I know I I talked a lot, and I don't want to take away from her, you know, being on here. But 
Is it okay if I talk about the dimension thing? I love that. He's been talking about this. So I have a theory and I'll just, I'll get through this and then I'll, I'll back off. So I have a theory that I'm just simply calling dimensional sheet theory. Um, And we've heard this in different iterations before speaking of Bigfoot popping in and out of dimensions. I have a belief that possibly we do have a multiverse, multidimensional existence. Mm -hmm. Uh, This could explain everything we're talking about with the Anunnaki and all this other stuff. But I think that if you imagine a sheet of paper, that would be our universe that we live in. Mm -hmm. And if you take another sheet of paper right next to it being another alternate dimension. Now, if you Mm -hmm. spread that all out, these different universes, but you do that in every direction, but we're going to keep it simple and think straight. So, you know, you have all these different dimensions. You live here. I believe that every so often these papers are doing this, doing the and they clash. And when they clash, you have crossover. And now the thing about it is, is the you over here and the you over here is almost identical. So the universes are almost identical. Mm. But the farther you spread out, the more different your universe has become where now we're all a bunch of female firefighters that, you know, live in, <laughs> you know, California or something like that. Yep. You know, you see what I mean? We can maybe don't even look like this. We may be a different species completely yep. but when you get really far out there. So I think that what happens is it is the cause for deja vu. It's a cause for, you know, people saying I've been here before. They've never been there, but they seem to know their yeah. way around the place. That's so happened a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think that these dimensions are crossing and I think that that is why you sometimes run into this feeling of, you know, lately, I just don't feel right. I don't feel like I'm just even in my yeah. own like world, dude. And then all of a sudden, things just align again because you're doing this. And then later on, you're like, what the heck? And things get back to normal. Was in the clash. And what it did was it went, the two of you crossed over. And you're not in your right zone. So things just aren't quite seeming right. And then you have another clash and you get put back in your proper place. And your life goes on normal. So I think that if you have this on all kind of different directions and scales, what we may have. And there was a kid recently, recently, I said, like, probably been like 18 years ago now. He uh, broke this whole thing down. And I was like, that kid just said everything I said. Bing, bing. <laughs> he has the exact same belief in dimensions and dimensions and all that stuff. So when you start thinking on a bigger scale, though, you're like, wow, maybe that explains why things get a little weird for you sometimes or things aren't yeah. right. Or everybody around you is just not acting like the people you know, but they look like them. They seem like them, sort of. But now what would to happen if you hopped multiples and you got really out there? So maybe instead of, as they've said, instead of space travel – Maybe these beings are dimensional beings who are actually traveling through the sheet of paper from any direction, and they're just bouncing around, and they can move through this. Um, so we're seeing Anunnaki and aliens, and if he, they were you know, those kind of creatures that could do that, Bigfoot and whatnot, maybe these are coming from a dimension where things like cryptids exist, and they are actually able to hop over far enough to our existence where those things don't exist, which is why we almost never see them. And it's not, we're not really made for that. So anyway, I just call it dimensional sheet theory. It's, it goes more than that. But if you start looking at some of the other things, they actually, they just did a study where they took, I'm going to paraphrase, it could be wrong, but it was basically took a molecule and they were able to split it into diff, two different realities. And that just came out about a week ago. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They just yeah, took like, one thing gotcha. and put yeah, it in two different realities. Thought into my mind, and it might shatter people's brains. <laughs> what was that? So, 
the the day and age we live in, everything is through a phone and everything's getting recorded and basically kind of fills into your like interdimensional like heat theory. So the internet has basically created a reality of its own that's based all on top of each other in every single direction, traveling instantly mm-hmm. all the time, all over us. What happens if some outer like that clash happens in a different dimension accidentally infiltrates our internet system and posts a, a post of a different dimensions like technology or something gets out and released and no one like no one would even think about it because that's wild creative it's just slipping so through every now and again like yeah creative but like also to piggyback onto that it's kind of like the slender man theory they're like we're creating these alternate dimensions through this video and like and manifesting it from the ripple effect maybe like yeah. to an extent where it's like oh like the thought was bleeding over from it fucking slapping enough and it was leaving its imprint to the point to where finally it reached far enough from the momentum it gathered maybe I don't know what rubber band theory does in this effect but you know like and then it had enough momentum that it took all of that like I guess you would call it like overlapping to like at some point bring it into this reality. Or like I always thought of it like as and like a sheet of paper is a great example as how you should look at it always because one dimension, two dimension, three dimension piece of paper. One, two, three. Well, we can only do that so many times because realistically you can only fold so many times if you're using a piece of paper. Well, what happens if you have an infinite piece of paper? That is constantly folding. Constantly. So now you have like almost like the effect of it getting smushed and smushed and smushed. So then, oh, this is where we're seeing that effect of things popping through is because that overlapping new reality that's being built as we speak is just pushing and pushing and pushing. Well, you tie that into what we talked about matter as well, where you start having the existence of black holes and things like that. And it's um, taking the matter. Maybe. I don't know. Well, black holes, we don't know. It, we don't know where it goes. We've never come out of a black hole because we get anything gets smushed that goes in there. Like you said, it smushes it down. Um, and just the, the pressure of that. But that could also be one situation. And now we're talking about this situation. But they may correlate where there is oh, crossover. This is why they're trying to get through black holes. Because they actually think there's a possibility it could spit you out either in a different part of the universe or into a different dimension. So that's very strong theories. I think that, different dimension. I think that's, I, yeah, right. I think that's I've always more thought realistic. that, that a black hole is the gateway to another dimension. And that's why we can't see the other side because like, it doesn't actually physically. Exist. Do you think though, like, and this is a this is super out there too. Like, do you think that if you were to go through a black hole and sacrifice your mortal coil at that point, when you when you would you transcend through the other side of that black hole? You think because it's more of like a spiritual gateway at that point because like maybe it is like a hole in reality. Maybe that's what people just don't fathom is the fact that this anomaly that is a black cylindrical mass that is just taking in mass and no reason rhyme whatsoever, and it is eating solar systems. Maybe that is a literal tear in reality. I mean, it's like, crushing I, It's crushing everything that comes down to it as much mm-hmm. as possible into a single atom. That's how much pressure is there. It's crushing it down to literally, you know, the most. Yeah, and that and- that literally makes me think, like, a reality. Like, that's the reality of it is we are all what it is becoming in that 
in that last form of it crushing it down to nothing at that point. That is what we I would say if there are spirit, if we sense. become spiritual entities and you were able to actually get through that and it kicked out on the other and side, all. you wouldn't be alive. You'd come out as a ghost. But if you were to die now and become a ghost right now, but what if you got sent through that black hole through just a precise moment in time? You had the mm -hmm. capability to get just through that little door, just right on the other side. And you died, you know, yeah, you might exist as a spiritual presence in a different dimension. in that new reality or dimension. And maybe, you know, that's what we are seeing people from our history, but they may be people from the next door dimension. It's very similar to ours, but maybe yeah. that's what's happening as well as there's all kind of different yeah, theories. It's like but, three feet above ours. So that's why we get the floating. Like, you know? <laughs> and I also believe, too, on the tail end of that, I'll say that between each sheet of paper, that could be the spiritual paranormal realm. There may be a very thin sheet between our sheets that yeah. that's where we wander. That's the limbo you know? that it all happens in. And then the slapping is the pushing of the it nether. through the nether. Yeah. And that's where we see, that's where we see ghosts and things like that as they are kind of just crossing over every so often into our reality and then popping back out again. So, cause they belong in that middle area. They don't, they're not supposed to be over here or here. They're supposed to be here. And maybe they're just kind of, you know, crossing over every so often and then, going back to where they belong kind of st it would stick in your head sense. through the hole you know so it anyway i want to talk about dimensional oh, wow. sheet theory so i'm done <laughs> i love that well and like just like we can literally almost flip it all the way back to the beginning where it's like evps that we don't hear maybe that theory has a lot more to do like than we think in the paranormal aspect of all of it where we're hearing what people are saying in the other reality because they're just like we haven't fixed it yet fuck this like i'm mad about the roof or there's like the fact that in the other reality it's still like working as a poorhouse you know i'm using the poorhouse as an example but when that paper just slaps it just enough or that reality just like barely taps it you get that playback of that sound but it doesn't hit it enough to like give us the audible sound to our ears it's just one frequency because when we do capture things and hear them well then that also begs the question why is there a difference <laughs> You guys have wild theories. I know. It's yeah. one of those. What do you think, Creepy Confidential? <laughs> I haven't dove into that maniacs. stuff yet. We are maniacs. We've done so many investigations now that I've just started to like hard question what is an EVP? What is a, like a shadow figure? Like, is this a like a mind trick that I'm hallucinating Honestly, at this point, or is this legitimately the, the science? The poorhouse changed my thought. On Me too. What paranormal is because did you, one, you guys, you guys put that one out? The poor yeah, it is out. It's actually been really well. I think I say, yeah, I just did that last, was that last week's Thursday, Yeah. Okay. I caught that one. I couldn't remember yeah. what look, what the location I was so was happy called. with that video too. It took so long to get right. But like it was very, very active to the point to where it's like we didn't use EVPs before that really, and then after that it's like oh my god, like EVPs are great hear. though, yeah, you can hear them, and it's like what I, is that? I just I, I like, like those. You can you like, can it's like not vocal put it, cords. give it to ten people, and like, like everybody usually mm. nowadays will come up with something a little bit different, but when it's when everybody says the same thing or they're really close, then you know, you're like, mm -hmm. we caught it. Yeah. I like to some, in some of my videos that I've edited, I've noticed it's like, if you let it play the first time without the text, 
so people can get the idea first and then you show them what you think it says, it's almost doing mm -hmm. it more justice. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, so there is a theory about that as well. Yeah, because at that point, it's almost like you're you're giving them pareidolia because it's like, now I want you to see this because this is how I saw it, which right. there's nothing They're going to hear exactly the words. Yeah, and it's like, this is from my perspective or my camera's perspective or my recording perspective. But like when you start projecting your like your opinion in the video on it, I feel like you're not doing it complete justice. But then again, you have to tell the story correctly as it happens throughout the night. Because I we always say this, it happens in a storybook form always. When nights right. are crazy, it's like you can open a book and just write a full novel. Those are the good ones, I think, because mm -hmm. that's and that is it's it is it's, it's, there's like an arc to it. Yeah, and, and the then weird thing the for us is our stories are starting to interconnect. That's the scary part. Because, like, we, I will let all of you know that Mildred came to us again. Again, the Saturday. third investigation in a row. I saw it on the second one. The way that like you reacted, was I was like, oh, time. he's freaked. We pooped our pants. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting there, and we had not said one thing didn't about Indian Barrel Ground, Mildred. didn't tell no. John and jennifer about mildred like mm -hmm. we did nothing and then spirit talker again just goes mildred the witch is here and we're like what and this was after we were hearing audible sounds coming from different parts of the building that were not in the museum or store this was in their back rooms where they just stored shit and in their tool room like we were hearing audible sounds of things getting like like there was a Christmas tree out back in one of the other rooms and like their big ballroom is what they called it. But it was a barely, it was like a size of a basketball court, you know, and they had a Christmas tree with plastic over it. It sounded like somebody like grabbed the plastic and like, we actually caught that. Yeah. And it's like, we caught some really what? loud bangs too. Mm -hmm. That were pretty crazy. Like we, we were just filming a really fun shot with the gimbal, like, me and Jenner were doing motion shots for like, editing. Yeah, exactly. Be real cool. And all shots. of a sudden, we just heard this loud bang. Yeah, it sounded like somebody was like in the in the video when we played it back. It almost sounded like scuffle, scuffle, bang. That's in like, the last the one fuck? or the one that you guys are working on? The one that he's technically working on. I'm working on a different one. We are technically about to be like three to four videos behind, but that's a good problem to have. Yeah, I was about to say that means that you're busy. Mm -hmm. yeah, I missed got, where uh, did you run into Mildred first? What location? It was the Indian burial, Indian burial ground. ground, and that video yeah. is wild because it shows like we show basically that when we got Mildred, we were standing in front. It was of completely her random. Yeah, and then ever like, since then, it was so random. Like we, Mildred popped up, and then we took like a few more steps, and then we were like looking down at this grave, and I was like, "Dude, you're like no fucking Mildred." I pulled that up in Michigan. Like I said, I missed yeah, it. That yeah. was um, up by Ludington. Yeah, it was area. like Custer. Yeah, Custer. That's where it was. But then it happened at the tattoo shop. Yep, mm. in Grand Rapids, and Grand this Rapids. is probably like an hour and ten minute drive, probably to Ludington. Maybe longer, actually. Longer than that. It's probably yeah, it's like, probably like two and a quarter. Yeah, it might even be close to two hours because mm -hmm. custard's even a way out, ways out there. Mm -hmm. That's like hour drive. So, so no real rhyme reason to like get her the, name the there. The locations are completely unrelated, and mm -hmm. then for it to happen in Lansing once again, another drive place from unrelated for the mm -hmm. same name that has so much like meaning to us. us, and like realistically too, like everybody that has used Spirit Talker 
I want to know realistically, have you gotten Mildred before? Is that a name or like a, well, a phrase that come, you know, like comes out? Because it keeps often. all the it keeps all the files, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Well, we yes, of all, course I have it on my phone. Yeah, like we have all of our files, but like I've been I on three different phones, by the way, too. Yeah, I haven't had one single thing. other investigator weird. that used that app. Well, it's not even an app. I will call it an app only because you can find it in the app store, but it's a right. tool. But like no, it oh, it's legit. <laughs> After Post Town. Yeah, they've yeah. never nobody's ever told me we've gotten Mildred. We as a group that had the experience and like all of our phones that have the app on it will say it and they are not connected to the internet. They are not talking to each other. We don't talk to each other by like, hey, let's make the spirit talker say Mildred tonight because I can code really well and I can break it down. No, <laughs> I'm dumb, dude. No. <laughs> You're like, don't. See, no, we Keep can... that in mind, too, that, uh, you know, like we were talking about when you become paranormal, distance to us is not distance to them no. and speed and everything. So you may go across the country and get the same thing, and they're just like, mm -hmm. hop, skip. They're right there with you. They're like, oh, yeah. wait for me. Like, if, you know. if time is I've gone, gotten Mabel a lot. See, that begs the question. Maybe on an investigation or sometime in your past, like investigations, you might have encountered a Mabel that you didn't understand at the time was something that was going to come back. And now well, that I, you have have a, that tool, I have a relative named Mabel that's passed. Even more interesting. Mabel. Um, she's a very I mean, interesting she's, name. She was an old older lady. She's been gone a while. I'm just looking. I only have two more left. Because now that you said Mildred, I was like, well. Like, no. did I get that name? Yeah. Because now See, I, I never got it. Know mine. Nobody no. else has ever I've told never. us they've got it. And I went it, through which... all the. Yeah, dude, it's it's truth. It's such a it's, it's such a unique name. Too. Spotted That's ghost is yeah. true. It's an old name. Yeah. You know, you don't hear is, Mildred. Like, you don't hear is mm -mm. a Mabel's real spirit really that weird. found us. It's only a two year old child, potentially. Oh, so yes, you guys know who know Mildred it. is? We think so. Yes. And I know how she oh. died. And everything. But then you wonder: Do mm. spirits over time mature, but don't spiritually mature? You know, Okay. Right. This is like, are, are they, they stuck that way? Mature and like intelligently mature from just taking in all the information, or like they grow up and they realize, like, I don't want to be dumb no more. So they go learn on their own. <laughs> so yeah, something terrible. interesting is while we're talking, I turned my spirit talker on, mm -hmm. and just like we did that one night, yeah. And I got leg, and we fought here. But here's the interesting thing, and I think I only said her name just mm -hmm. once a bit ago, and I asked about it, and haven't said it since on purpose. You said Mildred, you said yep. Mabel, and I just got Mason. So Mason? I don't know, but it's like Mason, like, you know, uh, oh, Mason. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Mason. So it's just interesting that you get, oh, now I got Edwin. It's interesting you get Mildred, Mabel, Mason. It's like, All yeah, names. Baby. And it's <laughs> not, but it is not like it is pulling out of a hat of just randomness or it's taking your mic information no. or it's using anything. It's just drawing in the energy that it is having affect it in the time being. And it I'll be honest, I did, not, yeah. I did not buy into this because it was just an app and I was like, sure, it's got a random thing of words. It's going to barf out every so often. That's cute. Um, when you break when we down. went on the post town mm -hmm. and there was all those specific things and it did stuff like when I walked into the doll room, I walked in and it said doll room. And I was like, no, what? Nobody like programmed, nobody programmed the word doll room into a random bunch no. of whatever, you know, and all of the other comments and things that we get, like when they you were pick that doll up, 
And as soon as you picked her up, they're like, hey, don't mess with that doll. You said, I'm going to. As soon as you grabbed her and picked her up, said, put me down. Okay, it's no. like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. not, that's just no way that's coincidence. Like that's you that many yeah. things. like just, so I was, I was pretty sold on the app after that. Oh yeah. Just cause it's but, so recent from literally this past weekend, we were talking about that mm-hmm. casket. Well, while we were in the like paranormal museum part of it, uh, by this casket, spirit talker, just saying all kinds names. of random names, just blowing all up. over the place. And then well, the first thing it actually said, this was super strange. They have an actual human skull. Take into account, tools right me next and him to it. did not even notice where the skull was. Like we mm-hmm. went in, we took B-roll, we weren't really paying too we much attention the to the cool stuff video because we knew he was going to tell us about everything that was in there, you know. So we didn't want to <laughs> ruin the history surprise. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we're spiel. gonna get the spiel. And. <laughs> He told us about it, and I don't think he ever told us where the skull was from. He just said uh-uh. the human skull. No, why? Like, and blah, why blah. would he? And did, we didn't even look at the little tag that's on it. First thing the spirit talker says is, "I'm British." It's sitting right next to the human skull, and it says England University on it. It came from I asked him later, and I go, "Where's that? Is it actually? Is it like yep. New England University?" Because you have to like, have no, the papers it's from England. You like, need the paperwork to transport literal body parts like that so like it's documented yeah the fact that, that happened like i mean if it's super old super super old you don't but <laughs> well and yeah. the thing is too like that's crazy room to room. <laughs> I mean, yeah like, you people will go it's a five dollar app blah, 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 blah. you have a thousand dollar device in your hand with more electronics a higher graded it keyboard with so better much. electronics it is a better quality ovulus that is more expensive, yep. but less expensive in its own right because you use your phone for more than just don't the ovulus. We used the ovulus much, did we? We did, but we oh, we we really? pay attention to it. But the only times that we're really like this is interesting is when it's like run feet. What the fuck? Why are they both saying things that have to do with legs and feet now? Do you, do you find that that once you now that you have Spirit Talker, do you find that you don't use Ovulus as much? We kind of use them together. We'll try to use them together, but I definitely think we also do a lot of like, well, Spirit Talkers like seemingly to be more on point tonight with how they can intelligently like communicate with it, and our Ovulus sometimes will just be like. These like it is so sensitive that it'll just be like oranges, black cat, bacon, and it's like why the fuck does what, it have different voices? voices for yeah. like the scary it's shit? Poltergeist and it said it in the most terrifying way ever. And it's like why? You're like what? look drama. And like the <laughs> is just straight to the point. The the electromagnetic sensor on the side of it, I have noticed either will like go off or how that bar that goes is also sweeping uh-huh. will literally stop because it's like it picks something up there and it's mm. not like it just like randomly does it it'll be in the middle of the sweep it'll just stop and the word will come through and it'll be some like more than one word it'll be phrases that make sense and are correlating to what you're doing weird i know That's... it blows my mind every time but i like that it doesn't ask you permissions <laughs> <laughs> It's a ghost. <laughs> Are you sure that was a Bigfoot? Yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot's in my house. Oh my God. I think it was a Flatwoods monster. Was, I just, that also cracks me up too, where it's like, 
Yeah, they have a satellite to talk to aliens. They have alien-like monsters in their woods. What the fuck? It's a tourist attraction, but also is like very real to the people that live around there because they have a lot of accounts of it happening. It's so interesting. Weird. That's weird. I know. I love it so very much. <laughs> Mothman. That's Mothman. Interesting. Like, it, it's such a weird pivot, too, because, like, is it paranormal? Is it supernatural? Or is it extraterrestrial? And I think you could make a point for it's all the three. Latter. Can I think it you be, can really say, can it be it. multiple things? Yeah, I think it, you can make a point that it's like a I think remnant it lives, of an alien. I think it lives on that realm of Bigfoot, like pocket it's a cryptid pedent- travel. Yeah, like a pedestrian. We'll call it a pocket pedestrian. Same with like maybe even like the Jersey. <laughs> that does not sound good. <laughs> it does sound like it could be in the realm of the Jersey Devil too, and especially to like how our like our good friends, all of our investigating teams that are friends from the New Jersey area that have done the Pine Barrens. They say it's fucked up. Out there. They all have given us accounts and shown us evidence of legitimate like sounds of very fucked like, up like creatures caught like mm. what sound like hoof prints coming down a the tree. road at them. And, and then into a tree yeah like how how the fuck yeah. is that and like it's said to have wings you know and like be this like almost like oh yeah centaur like creature like clayton mm-hmm. he caught that goat sound that was yeah the blee almost like or it's like i don't understand like and it it is it could just be coincidence could be an animal making different noises because koalas sound like fucking demons if you let them fight there's a video that i've shown on video streams before and it's fucking weird they're like "Ah," but like way deeper and demonic (laughs) didn't know they could do that but in like if you hear like a cougar in the middle of uh um what do you call it yes mountain lions yeah, mountain lions. Like they're they're if they're in rut or if they're like territorial, they will make some very fucked up sounds. They can sound like babies. Mm-hmm. I just posted Straight that up. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you, if you've ever heard like a bobcat scream, it sounds like it, a woman. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. They sound man. like a little human. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's weird, and it could also explain away some of the paranormal that we've caught in the past. Like. When we jumped out of the car at mouth, if we heard that woman scream, it could have been a bobcat. But also, that's fucking scary in its own right. <laughs> yes. Bobcat <laughs> me up if I'm not paying attention. Yes. Even if you are paying attention, they can. <laughs> yeah, I could still boot that bitch, but it's probably going to get a fucking tooth it's, or a it's scratch gonna, in It's going to get you. Yeah, it's going to gash me at least a little yeah, bit. Even buttons. Yeah, dude, buttons fucked me up. <laughs> It, I will not joke with you. His cat, he gotta, likes me so where, much. What is that? I got to cut up my forehead. <laughs> That's yesterday. funny. But every time we're like getting ready to leave or something, he will bite me in the motherfucking shins and in my fucking calf yeah. because he wants attention before I leave. You don't, you he don't doesn't like want me to leave. Yeah, you don't like me Sounds like our little Diablo. Yep. And it's like, I love you, buddy, but like I have places to be. <laughs> he's sleeping on my stuff. He's probably in here. It's too funny, though. And, you know, like, I do believe that, like, there's most definitely spiritual animals that we catch. Like, these orbs that we do see. Maybe they're just spirit bugs. Like, I've said it before, too, where it's like, it, it's a possibility. Like, I do think that animals come back. I don't think that because they're as highly intelligent that it is as likely to happen. But, like, you know for a fact that if you have a dog that comes back, that was a highly intelligent canine or feline or whatever type of animal that could do 
cool shit tricks, you know, like realize like it is like sentient almost. I'm sure that its soul can come back and it can like interact with reality like, that, like, like how that we dog do. that can use the freaking paw yeah dude that has like talk. anxiety now because it realized that it's like existence is like completely fucked and it's a dog because <laughs> it thought it was just a weird human and once it realized it's a dog it's like i'm fucking depressed now and it would tell its owner by like hitting the button you're offline depressed I'm depressed dog. i'm dog i'm dog i'm dog <laughs> she'll be back in a second the internet problem. Are, are you can you pull up um and show from your screen like an Instagram video? Definitely could. So uh, speaking of Pumas, Instagram, if you go to my ghost dog Instagram, uh the dog. last video I just posted mm-hmm. is exactly that. I had to, I saw it and I had to put this caption on it, but audio wise, it's exactly what they sound like for those who have not heard of Puma or Mountain Lion. Here, just YouTube it if you can't log into Instagram. <laughs> oh, I, I so do. Mountain lion sound like baby. <laughs> yeah. Because I could legitimately here, show so. also everybody on stream what koala bears fighting sound like because it's fucking crazy. Mountain lion scream, maybe? Well, that might be close to it. Because now it wants to show us actual babies. <laughs> I can give you the link too. The link might be better because then it might just take us straight to your. I'm going shit. to. Oops. Have to connect here. Do, 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 do. No I'm learning how to use the computer. First time for everything. <laughs> I mean, realistically, too, though, you know, on investigations, like if you hear this stuff, like you aren't going to discern what that is right away. It's going to take a long time of analyzing and like really, really thinking. Oh, okay. That was more organic than I thought it was at first, which yeah. I have no problem with if you misrepresent it first and somebody is like, hey, I will educate you for a second. Actually, this is what it was. Walk it back. Just this it comment back. has failed to post. Oh, no. Because Riley like, blocked know, like, me. <laughs> realistically, I'm like a big proprietor of like, I know I have misrepresented. No. Like I've misrepresented some paranormal things because I'm an idiot and I don't remember time frames great and I will mix and jumble things. So I will come across like I'm lying, but I'm telling complete truths. I just have the time frame wrong. Also, share tab audio. It happens. And like I'll 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 wear that one. You know, I'll wear that as an investigator for sure. Oh hell so- yeah. Is this working? Okay. Yep. Oh my gosh. Demonic. See, immediately, your brain, if you are very new, you are new to the the outdoorsy scene and you hear that for the first time. Freaking out. That is not normal. Well, yeah, yeah it's not might. normal. If I heard that while I was hunting, I'd be out of my tree. Yeah, yeah. no, that would be right. gone. Shout out to the bow hunt bros. They just came across my feed today. I don't really follow them, but they were they had that, and I had to put that caption on there. <laughs> um, it was the sound of a teenager getting their first paycheck after taxes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, 
it's, it, I just, like, I, if I heard that, I mean, and, and that's where a lot of these creatures are going to come from. It's just a mountain lion, but they're going to come up with some mm-hmm. fantastical cryptid creature to base on oh, that. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, you know, if I, if I could pick a noise for a skinwalker, it's pretty damn close. That, that's yeah, exactly <laughs> that's a really, really good point, which I don't, I actually do believe that there are real accounts of people having actual encounters with like Wendigo and skinwalkers. And I don't want to downplay the fact that maybe some people that just have the audible and not like the more like visual audible, like, you know, and experience something. It's hard to say because there are a lot of very interesting noises that you put a creature in a corner and they will do some fucking weird shit, dude. Like our cat Vinny. <laughs> yep. Vinny will kill you. Walker in a Wendigo is just crazy. Dude. Yeah. So. I, but, but like, oh, man. Wind- I have never, ever, ever heard it said Wendigo. Wendigo. I've heard Wendigo. Wendigo. I mean, like, we, Wendigo, Wendigo. we like Wendigo because it's it's more fun to say it like that. Like, it is, I think you are oh, absolutely correct in saying it like that. But we also call Skinwalkers flesh pedestrians, which I did steal that one from a different podcast. I think it was Crime Junkies. <laughs> or no, it wasn't I Crime Junkies. You. It was Morbid. Flesh but yeah, I heard them call it you. Look at those eyes. He said yeah. demon mode activate. He I'm is. Hair dog. <laughs> like these people and looking in my soul. I can feel it. He looks I, I honestly do. Actually, He's that's another really, really fun dance. point. Animals can see the other realities better than we can because oh, they're absolutely. more in touch with their senses. Yes. I will they say it it's been a while, but we used to have the cat mm-hmm. stare right above my chair. They would just sit there. And just look. And, and just look. And you were like, what are you doing, bro? Like, stop. Like, meow. Like, yeah, and then even at first I thought it was just because of my old man cat. He used to walk by, and I thought, man, like he is a little bit, you know, he has dementia. He'd get lost right. in the hallway that's six feet away from yeah, where like, he is. It's, it's so, normal for cats to be weird. But yeah, but then it was consistent. Yeah. Or the or the Marcy, our dog. When I had that weird, I was watching TV, and I thought someone came around the chair and did that, and she turned, I turned, and I was like, okay, I'm not alone. But she could have just reacted to me. But well, that yeah, freaked he, me out. Everybody. Cats travel through different realities. That cat travels through Hades, <laughs> the seventh level. <laughs> yeah, see, everybody has experiences like that too, though. So you can't tell me that it's not permeating more than we think. Where maybe we're not like legitimately experiencing things all the time, but like when the ex- when the bleed over is strong enough. Mm-hmm. I, Don't you like when your I cat or your dog does this? That. That's what we were just talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I had like, a paranormal what, experience what at, with my dog, all of my dogs, that, like, I, I was like, okay, they definitely know about this shit, too. They definitely mm-hmm. they have to. And, because. like, do you, do you think that they just, like, they normalize it? And it's just, like, another thing that's also there to them? And that's I do. Why there might be irrational I, fears. I, I don't think that they think that we can't see it. Yeah, think they think, really like, think like, like why normal. aren't you... Don't you see that? You know, like they're they're confused. I think it, you know, it's like us seeing a bird. We're yeah. not like we're like we see birds, we know that birds are there. But when they're them. in the house, they you're kind of like, what are you doing here? So I think it's right. auras. People talk about they can see, you know, auras, and I've had people say that they see certain auras around me. And um, I think animals can sense that in their own way. And that's why dogs are really good at picking up on bad people. 
You might even right. think you're a good person. Then you find out later, oh my God, they killed six people, you know? So yeah. and you're like Sparky knew the whole time. Yeah. So I think well, that we're, and, because we're beings of energy, we're emitting some kind yeah. of something. You talked about the color spectrum and all that. Mm -hmm. It all ties in. Or if reality is being permeated. Well, what if like we are like us in reality, like us right now, we are permeating through the membrane, but we're seeing that little toe. But then all of this, the rest of it is outside existing in a different type of reality so that bleed over that we're seeing or the animals seeing more per like perceiving more into that second reality it's like their tether is stronger or less strong and it's like the bleed over is less or it's i feel like there is some stance for that i think it has something to do with their vision Mm. to be honest that like a different light spectrum than we like you put filters on things and all of a sudden you can see things you know yeah. you can see extra shapes or it makes it yeah, clear I mean, something like that i think it has something to do with their particular vision spectrum that they yeah i've never seen a dog that needed glasses a spider sees Dude, right that and flies another another really good one is flies are omnidirectional seeing and they have multiple lenses that are like our all working and sending signals to their tiny, tiny brains. But like, if we blew that up to an exponential level and gave it like our type of sentience, but had that capability of looking around, like, whoa, what the fuck would we see? Yeah, I mean, they because well, every now and then you see the they show like you know popular science or whatever will show what what does a fly see, what does a dog see, what does a cat see, and you can see all the different. You know, yeah, like they do the spheres, little bubbles and things. Yeah, the spheres and things. Those are so. I think those are really interesting. I do think that has something to do with. I think that each, each creature with a different vision setting can see different things. Yeah, we just don't see flies reacting to them. I think a lot of creatures too, because they can sense earthquakes or you know any kind of incoming natural disaster, bad weather. Uh, they can just yeah, sense oh, that in the atmosphere, the energies change, yeah, and no. like little kids, they don't have those inhibitions like we have. Like, nah, mm. that's not it. They just take it for what it is. So I think that has a big part to do with it too, of picking up on good people, bad people, seeing spiritual presences. <laughs> it's all the same thing. It's all oh, there's rain coming, and you're like, how did you know that? You know, what if all the domesticated animals actually are a a very distant race that lived here on earth that that was like the highest level of sentience <laughs> and they were all super fucking smart and then they were just like i'm so complacent this is stupid like which would make sense why whatever. cats are like looking at you like why are you so you stupid, are stupid <laughs> yeah have you met a lot of the well, people out there the animals the are smarter than them so. water, like there's everything you need here I mean, there's always precedent. You know what I mean? Like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? We don't know. Like, we don't really know what was here. Like, we can right. speculate all we want, and we can apparently an entire world of cats was here. I don't even. I don't fucking doubt that there was at one point a different species that was ruling the world and had higher like intelligence and like a cohesive oh, like. I believe that. You know, like it's just recycled. Tribe. Yeah, and yeah. then it just snowballs to what we are now. And then, like, five million years from now, it's going to be, like, bioengineered, like, organic AI lifestyle creatures that just live in, like, pods. Like, I, I actually, like, that. What a twist. We're fucking rolling now. <laughs> and they communicate through technology and lights and sounds. Yeah. 
I don't think that these people that are like the doing Matrix and like making the movies, exactly. <laughs> like I don't think these people are just like looking way off into like their like deep deep subconsciousness for like super creative ideas are like reaching that far to be honest where it's like you have to have some type of like, like place to derive it from so like happen. whatever like sounds like craziest shit i could come up with today so like let's run it well if you look at if you go along the lines of evolution we were in africa that's where we started mm-hmm. and there was the first make great migration and what happened during that time for those that may not know is humanity started spreading out from that part in africa and I learned this through my anthropology courses in college was that I, I grew up always thinking lizard monkey boy, you know, like we went from this <laughs> to this to this. And it was a singular line where we were actually a tree and you take all of these, you know, uh, Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, the humanoids, and there was um, chimpanzees and they, they all branched out at the same time. And they saw this with lemurs where there was a massive different species of lemurs and a lot of them started dying off and we only got left with just a few. And they're saying that's what happened with the human race was there was only two or three of us that made it, Cro-Magnon, Neanderthal, Homo sapiens. And that's why, to bounce forward and back a little, that's why they're now saying that some humans, uh, Homo sapiens, actually have Cro-Magnon DNA with them because huh. a Cro-Magnon male and a Homo sapien woman or whatever did the, did the thing back then and that DNA carried through. So why are we fighting right now? So anyway, um, so that's why that kind of proves that theory that there was multiple branches of humanity and they started dying out and the survive the strongest survived and that was Homo yeah. sapiens. They they took out the Neanderthals and Cro-Magnons, but then there was a second great migration out of Africa because the first one failed and most of the humans died. And then that second group that stayed behind and it evolved. They then migrated out and we got to spread across the world. And yeah. I've often said, if you look at um, the progress from Africa and the facial features and the, the melanin levels and everything, and you start, it's really interesting if you start tracking from that part of Africa up through Asia and Mongolia, you start seeing a combination of African features and Asian features. And then you have the Russian features to where you're now intermixed over in Mongolia and Russia. Some look Russian, some look Mongolian. But then you start crossing the Bering Strait, and you have these Mongolian, mostly Mongolian-looking folks who then go across to become the Inuit or the Eskimos. You know, we've always known them. But Mm -hmm. the Inuit people, very similar but slightly different. Now, those people then traverse down towards North America and become the Native Americans. Now, like the Inuit, very similar but slightly different. And then they traverse all the way down to South America with the Mayans and Aztecs and those people who look a lot like Native Americans. And, you know, and if you look at Mexicans and whatnot, the the true original Mexicans before the Spanish came in, uh, very similar but slightly different. You can watch this look and this arc of the ethnic features people have that goes all the way down throughout the world and starts spreading out to different peoples. Right. And, you know, there was there's things like, you know, people have smaller eyes and, you know, look at the cold weather they live in where they have to deal with a lot of that or, you know, African features, you know, they tend to have bigger noses because it's a hotter climate. That's just the way it is. Europeans, we were pale as heck because we didn't have as much sun out there. We didn't need to have that. So, uh, you know, so you look at those things that could very much um, back up the theory that you're not very wrong in the fact that that was the knowledge we knew and what Mm -hmm. we can study. What if there was a Godzilla reference minus one 
evolution and migration yeah. that happened before our first and second. What if there was one before that and we evolved a little bit differently and they never made it? They went right. so far, but they eventually died out. You yeah. know, the Tunguska they, event is like probably like a real hard credit to like a lot of it too. Cause like there's mm -hmm. been a lot of really good research done into that fact that there was a, a very large impact that pretty much like restructured humanity at that point. And people want to like write it off as like, no, that's not correct. It didn't happen during this time. But it's like, I think earth has on undergone many of those to this point. And yeah. we've seen that exact just, thing just, happening. Didn't we just recently find like a new humanoid species, like uh, a species that predates like homo sapiens and like all of them that we didn't even know exists like predates so. common knowledge maybe human existence i don't like, think i read that one another hundred thousand years i wouldn't doubt it though i i don't trust so like carbon dating even, but it, uh, well it, they found the tiny people you know they were around way back then they're really there's small giants people. giant there's, there's, there's tons there. of talk yep. right now funny enough about uh giants or nephilim they're in the and ohio and probably Michigan too. Ohio is a hotbed for giant conversation right now. And if you look at the burial mounds that we have, we live just down the road from the one that just became yeah. a world heritage site, the Serpent Mound. They're saying that that's Native American burial mounds. And some people are saying, <laughs> look at the size of it and look at all the bones we're finding. Those are giant burial mounds, possibly. Man. So may may have be buried underneath the Native Americans are buried on top. But you know, there definitely were giants. There's no doubt about yeah. that. So. It's, it is almost a, a complete proven fact, but it gets swept under the rug with all the rest of the stuff that I want you to know. And that goes Which, into some of the cryptids, too, like Bigfoot and whatnot. Again, evolution process did Bigfoot. Three branches branched out to become humanity. But was there one over here that was kind of human-esque that branched off we lost track of and became Yetis and Bigfoot and Sasquatch? You know, because... Yeah. So. kept its intelligence level and continued to, like, adapt to, the like, the climate that it needed to. And then it realized... Yeah, I mean, oh, that kind of makes, that. too, like fence too like every different climate talks about bigfoot in a little Being a bit little different, different aspect different. swamp mm -hmm. came out south yeah, you got, you got your yeti yep. i'll say you got ones in snow you got ones in mud they're all of them there's a bunch of them yeah i mean galapagos is a great example you'll get literally birds with different style of beak and they're the same species of bird but they've adapted to live on different sides of the island because of how the foliage grows and how their foods like able to be digested and ate and whatnot and it's like it's interesting it's all so interesting because it's all intricate as shit dude yeah and it's all more related everything's more connected than you think it is Speaking i don't know of giants did you all see the video about the giant door recently the giant door thing yeah, yeah i did yeah. like what the fuck is that about like i'm just gonna fuck around and put like a giant door in this because why not <laughs> it, Why makes, not? it makes no like logical sense yeah there's no logic even happen none no logic how like, do you even move a mountain it yeah like physically it's an impossible how do you feat. cut a mountain the only way is some type of supernatural being i have that pulled up if you want me to share it alien spaceship share yeah, that shit. Share it, share it. So, and like it just begs the questions too like why are there hieroglyphs of fucking helicopters why are they showing rocket yeah like, it doesn't make any sense, but it does make sense because this stuff has been here. It's happened. We've seen it all. So you'll see it right here for those watching. This entire thing is a door and there's a peephole right here. And for perspective, those pines are probably 75 to like 80 feet. They're huge. Probably. 
yeah, yeah. They, those are old pines you can tell just they, look how full they, they have video of the people i don't know if it's in this one of them going up to the door and climbing up the door and they're like the size of my mouse pointer there yeah yeah and they I, there's supposedly video of the door actually the guy catching the door opening and closing it just the last second you know what would be insane though too is if we were to start uncovering tools and whatnot there's the people from these giants that's yep. so interesting and it's at that like higher level to where it would be like yo go you know like peek out let's see who's here but Look like the shape of that it's round perfectly round it's gotta so. be it's gotta be so deep in the earth that we aren't going to dig in certain spots to find it you know it's probably that places be, like they're saying that. it could be an interest to hollow earth like you talked about oh my god i want to be a fucking See, geologist ever, so oh, bad now dude my <laughs> i have the theory that like the reason they won't let us go to certain parts of antarctica is because there's giant holes the to doors. middle earth and there's like actual living dinosaurs and shit that from like our past that still live down there because they got trapped so it's just like or maybe this, even worse shit <laughs> yeah or even worse shit that's where all the aliens go and live <laughs> Yeah, like a little condominium complex, fifty-five and older senior complex, but just for extraterrestrials. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, alien mobile homes. It's a vacation or, spot. There's alien resorts in there. Or the aliens are helping us build that super weapon that will finally become the Death Star that they've always wanted, and they will fucking terraform the rest of us, and then be like, "We just built the super collider that's going to be able to like shake planets from fucking forever away," and we've just been building that on your pole. <laughs> you can't do shit, bitch. <laughs> look at these look at these humans think they can right press us with their little rockets. <laughs> How, cute. How cute. How quaint. Speaking of aliens, I'm looking at her poster back there. I'm curious why we haven't seen another Flywoods monster since the initial talking to aliens. Because they can monitor how it's being like received, and that the fact that it's being a hot debated topic, people are looking for it. And it's like, well, I think their technology advanced. If their technology was that advanced back then, then now their suits are probably like human suits. So here's a funny situation. You know the uh, jellyfish we talked about recently, right? Yep. Yeah. People try to rip that apart, but I can't. (laughs) Okay. Now look at her poster in the background. Take your jellyfish alien and put a skirt on it. Yeah, I mean, if you give it a little more danglies and stuff, that you can't. Kind of you can't see the danglies; like they're underneath the they're underneath the skirt. Oh so yeah, yeah, the, it is. I'm just blind as fuck. So maybe that was the Flywoods monster come back again. They don't need the little dresses anymore. They've they've moved past that because, yeah. for all we know, there are little legs hanging underneath that, and that one was naked. I mean, we literally just well, saw. Well, remember, it's a body. The theory is that that's, there's, time, a, like, there's a body inside of there. Right. Like people well, see, see, I felt like that. Info. I felt that when I saw the jellyfish, I watched it and I was like, you know, the theories about the Star Wars droid and all this stuff. I was like, you know, it almost looks like a very tiny alien, like flying on a platform thing with legs. I was like, it's because it's so hard to see. I was it's like, it could be. I was like, it could be a small creature flying instead of the whole thing being the creature. And then I started thinking about the Flatwoods monster when I saw that. I was like, it's the same it's concept. True. If you put yeah. a tube, cylinder, dress, whatever, you know, on it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't see those legs, but the upper body looks very much the same. So, yeah. And like, realistically, it looked like a completely sealed capsule of some sort that like probably mm-hmm. had its seams at one point, but like it's housing something that we don't realistically know the shape of. Most right. likely. 
It could be a drone, but I mean, and the thing they have such high invisible. technology. Yeah, they have such high technology at that point, or like such advanced and it, technology. And it was changing in Why temperature not? as it was going. It was like yeah. fluxing in temperature. And it was remind me was uh, Braxy? Did it emit a lot of high heat? Did they say that? Yeah, hot I and believe cold. so. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah it would, like, they said steam and uh, and extreme heat. Yeah, and they want to save balloons. Because where she touched the touched the car, um, it had it had like well they said it also had like acid marks. Yeah, like so, what is that though? You know, like what is that shit? Yeah, it's wild. Because it could have been coming. The acid could have been like the the alien got curious and it was actually poked itself out of the suit, you know, or something malfunctioned and that's the whatever sort of lube is working the suit. It was just draining its alien colostomy bag. <laughs> it had to piss so bad that it just unzipped. I mean, it had like, just been in an accident. So yeah, maybe yeah. something was wrong. So yeah. I mean, I like realistically, pee. you hear all these sci-fi stories about people being able to go like deep into like the Earth's core and they're wearing like full body suits that are basically like armor titan suits that you can like use as like mechanical walking thing. Well, realistically, if they have that far advanced of technology if it has some type of breach we don't it, actually even know what the core is well i'm i'm just using his example because you know i watched I mean? that movie like, recently think about through that. that like we don't even know what the core actually is no but like these we suits will breach proof. and then oh, they'll just, seal themselves they're like hot. you'll have time before it'll like fucking kill you basically so like if you're in space and you get like a breach it's like well i'm not just gonna explode so like we can fix this but like we gotta fix this fast yeah Real fast, <laughs> and like maybe that's what happened. Like when that shit happened, like dude mm-hmm. crashed. He was like, "Bro, my wrist is broken." Splat. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Button. All right, it's fixed. We're fixed. Let's go. And then it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. There will flash. But was it gone? That's why the whole Project Blue Book thing. They said it could have been taken away and this and that. But so many people would have seen it being they taken away. I'm looking to the forward to the day that we can also find out what alien cultures, what their thoughts on paranormal activity, and whatnot is. Oh, yeah, like what they That'd see, the what cool. they. What, what, what do you think an alien would tell you? I don't know, man. Like it's actually happening. I there's no doubt in my mind that paranormal is happening, but like it has to be on some type of concept that we can't fully grasp yet, and that they have more insight into because they have been able to research it better than we could with the instruments that they are given at this point that was a very so what if saying time <laughs> so what what if to these species and aliens just to throw that out there to make something kind of interesting for you they really didn't believe a lot in paranormal because they're probably mm-hmm. so scientific and the only way they get to look into that is by watching podcasts like y'all's so they can see what the Earthlings, because the Earthlings seem to know a lot about this. See stuff. what we're up we don't to. Really so there may be aliens watching what goes bump in the night and creepy confidential. I fucking love like, that. hey, oh, hey, Zorthoth, did you see the last episode? Subscribe, like, give us some views. That'd be great. <laughs> hit them bells, you know. Yeah, hit them bells. <laughs> I've always wondered, you know, like maybe, just maybe the aliens are just like sitting back, chilling, watching what's going on, and they're like. You know, I just don't feel like it today because they are acting like absolute, like 
just stick in the mud, like stuck up. Like, what are you doing? Like, we're going to just wait this one out. And then they like slip up because they got bored. <laughs> They're just like, we're just going to go for a little story. Or it's just like a giant game of Sims for them. That too, where it's like, you know what? Bug it, dude. Let's just like yes. go mess Valiant with Thor. Shit. We were talking about Valiant Thor, and I think on my oh, the other day. Oh, Valiant Thor. We were like, ah, oh, that's on that's on the list. I've already Valiant Thor is researching so Valiant interesting Thor. Interesting in his own right. And like it creeps me out because can, there's actual videos of him. Yeah, people can say what they want about it, but like, what if they do just look like us? Yeah. Like, what if? Like, I think some of them probably do. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Creepy, creepy. And not only that, what if they just look like us, but like the really doofy versions? Like, oh, look at such a what dork, if, dude. What if they <laughs> make a perception of themselves, their appearance, like appeared to that in everyone's <gasps> mind, like lizard people? Yeah. Or yeah. if these these like maybe I know I'm not saying that demons aren't real, but like maybe these demon encounters that a lot of people have aren't actually like demons. Maybe these are like spirits of these aliens that were inhabiting the, the earth at one point or did and that time frame that we're seeing through the reality pushing through and it's like oh shit dude that is a demon when all reality is just like that's a fucking alien but it's a ghost alien like now we fucking got two things that really mess with my brain and ghost I- aliens <laughs> I just shout out. <laughs> I think I might have to sleep on that one. <laughs> Digest it a little bit. <laughs> By the way, if you want to see a movie that has an interesting take on demonic presences, watch Nefarious. It's it's yeah, it's it's a movie. It's basically between a lawyer and a, a prisoner. A lot of this back and Ooh. forth, and you're watching from here. But the conversation they have, it'll really get you thinking. So it has that- it stars. Um, Sean Patrick Flannery from Boondock Saints. He's in it. Fuck so. yeah. Love that, man. Oh, my God. We've almost done this for three hours. Are you guys tired? I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I got I know I'm having a great time, but we all have to be grown-ups in the morning. I know. That's exactly what <laughs> I was thinking, where it's like, I still got to go home and, like, eat dinner and, like, do adult things and then go to bed. At 11 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, you're nuts. It's we're old now. Welcome to being an old man. Yeah, you old man. Happy birthday again. Talk about paranormal, alien, and supernatural events as long as I can. All the time. I have seen dweebs pop up say that we've we made them think a lot. I've seen that like twice now. (laughs) Yeah, I think wow, we we went deep down the conspiracy rabbit. We covered a lot. It's all supernatural theory, though. Like that's the best part about like. It would not be a creepy confidential involved subject if we didn't talk. No, if we didn't literally nail everything that's under the sun of crazy, (laughs) (laughs) but in a good crazy. Yeah, I think we we put a lot of good, good stuff out there today. Good, a lot of thought into this world. You should probably like and subscribe and (laughs) go follow Creepy Confidential. Listen to and buy their merch. It's really cool. I heard. Oh yeah, and my merch too. It's so <laughs> fucking great. It is the most comfy hat that I get to wear on a daily basis because I fucking love this hat. It doesn't come off my head if I don't have to. On the side note, we you I gave I remember I gave you that and I gave Riley his bag, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden I came on to the next your guys' next live stream and you both were wearing it. You can ask Mike. I was I was geeking Just out. 
<laughs> see but it's just like it's those little things like we appreciate you so much dude like when i got to meet you guys it's like another dream come true for me because it's like making friends on this podcast is just one of those things that is just so like you just it's a drop in the you know like just the sprinkles yeah. on top because it's already it's fun perfect enough uh, and like to be able to make genuine connections with people that are like-minded and just are as awesome as you guys are like i couldn't ask for more well, I, said, I don't know how I, I ended up here. I just it. went to order some stuff on Amazon. There's a bunch of people on the screen. I was like, oh. My DoorDash guy showed up and he just decided to join us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a great, great time this was, though. You guys are serious. I got another podcast that we'll go walk in here on here in a minute about crocheting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just don't fall asleep and poke yourself while you're going. <laughs> I'm trying to learn some old lady crafts, so maybe that'll be my next gig. <laughs> hey, I, I want to become a Viking at one point, so we're gonna learn throwing axes. And it's like I'm gonna stay yeah. young by doing fun. things we did until I can. Things. She's actually throwing axes, and she's good at it. Yep. See, I'm next strong. time we next strong time we investigate, the dweebs, you're amazing. Love <laughs> the fucking parafam. But yeah, I think we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up now. We'll do the Midwestern the goodbye. Old, the, uh, the old Midwest goodbye. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Midwestern hours. goodbye is coming here. Oh, I was well, no, you have a good Look at me that time. Remember, yeah, right? Your eyes open where it really goes. Oh, in the night. In the night. In the night. In the night. In the night.